0: Ho, 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 hello and welcome to another episode of the Vault Dwellers Podcast. I am your host, Mr Mac. With me, as always, is Gary Moore. Gary, what's happening?
1: In days to Christmas, can you believe it? The big man is going to be in his way soon. He's checking his list. Sean and Hoodie are getting fuck all. <laughs> 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 and this is episode 26 of the podcast and it's a Christmas special. So here we... Ow.
0: Christmas special indeed. Crack goes alcohol. I'm, I'm drinking a very aggressive looking uh, Polish alcohol if the uh, camera's picking up because uh, I get gifted by a colleague so cheers and all that all the anyway. way and um, welcome our hoodie. Hoodie, what's happening?
2: Yeah, not much. Uh, just, you know, running around, losing my mind, trying to run the fucking elf on the shelf, you know, it's just everywhere. <laughs>
3: He's going to report me. <laughs> I would hate to see
0: what kind of things that you would come up with for uh, for the health, if I'm going to be honest. that would, uh, I'm sure it would be the most um, amazing ideas that you come up with with that hoodie.
2: Drop in your
0: toilet. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. Why not? Why the fuck not? Right, let's get cracking, man, let's get cracking. I feel like we're just coming down off the year. It's just one of the episodes. Um, Definitely get that festive feeling, that nice uh, red background that we've got there. It's um yep, did, dead did Christmas, brilliant. We don't get that many video viewers, so none of yous will be uh, correcting us on that, that's for sure. Um. <laughs> We uh, obviously start the show as we always do, just interesting a little bit about the podcast. So we are three friends uh, coming together, bringing you a whole host of different things, exploring the vaults of our minds, bringing you the best topics and only the most topical and seasonal reviews, just like today's episode, which is going to be the... I don't know if you pick up that drum roll because my microphone's pretty good, then it doesn't pick up background noise. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was stalling because I think Gary's trying to look for the drum roll. He might not find it. Oh, that's fucking, oh it's you know, fucking. not quite. Not quite what I was. You know. Anyways, <laughs> Homelander. Hey. hey. Oh. <laughs> uh, if you um, if you feel like you don't want to listen to us talking about the second one, because you think, well, what happened in the first one? jump back a year. We did this already. Um, so yeah, we started with Home Alone 1, we've done Home Alone 2. Uh, I'm going to draw the line under Home Alone 2 and I'm not going to go any further than that uh, be- because it's just, that's just how it is. And uh, I am sure Hoodie will pick us a, a nice wee film for next year to review. We always try and review Home Alone 3. Home Alone 3. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I could have fucking guessed that was going to happen. So... Usually we pick a film and we try and review that but generally we, we kind of start with some other um, bits and pieces as we always like to do. So like I say in Halloween, um, we would, I think last year we done a review of um a Halloween film, this year we couldn't hocus pocus, that was it, couldn't quite tie it up um, this year, I think we just did, we did a topics episode this year instead which was good, uh, um, always is. Bringing some topics and stuff to the, to the table um speaking of the table we're actually looking to bring uh and some guests and stuff next year we've, we've been talking about doing that for a wee while now and, and bringing ben onto the um onto the podcast things like that and we'll also be on a number of occasions bringing back our good uh friend and lawyer rahul so uh be this part of his weekly shout out so shout out to you rahul um seeing he's been um starting his Um, streams again sporadically, Uh, he's a busy man, he's um, also started um, the gym as well so shout out to him, I know that's not a a, a, kind of odd thing to to shout out but I think it's worthwhile mentioning because your man is at the gym believe it or not at half 11 and midnight kind of times, that's when he's at the gym which is just absolutely crazy, that man is just something else and um, if you are on Instagram, you should give me a wee follow because he's just started out, I can't remember his, his handle, I'll put that in the description below and he's um, he's been sharing some good stories, some good inspirational stories to me anyway, some good gym stuff and also some pictures where he was at a Christmas night out and he had the fucking best Christmas jumper I've ever seen, ever and it was a nice spiral one, which was just amazing, with all the snowflakes and whatever else, So, and I said to him, I said, Rahul, that's a fucking amazing jumper, and he was like, "He's like, yeah, thanks, thanks, but they also said, it's an excellent icebreaker in these uh, networking situations, and I thought, that's fucking clever, you know what I mean, and the, and the gaming circle that he's in, he chooses to wear a gaming, I wouldn't think of that, just would not think about it, just a crazy, crazy idea. Anyway, I'm going to show off my wee Christmas jumper for a wee because I've, earlier. to me, and I, I didn't win the Christmas jumper uh, competition this year. So I feel feel a wee bit feel a bit down and heart about it. Actually, to be <laughs> honest with you, but because the person that won wore the jumper that I've been wearing for the last three years, so it's just. Oh what? But there's a wee asterisk on that. The only reason he won is because he wore these Christmas trousers. So it's a Christmas jumper competition. And he wore Christmas trousers that has a wee elf face thing and a and arms as if he's carrying the guy about, and he's got that. Christmas. <laughs> so so so, as f- yeah, exactly how they. As funny as it is, it's not a fucking jumper. So it's a cheat, it's a cheat. <laughs> fucking right. cheat, You're a right. cheat, and I demand a recount. Wait until next
1: year. When Sean goes in as the inflatable turkey, <laughs> <laughs>
0: mate, how good would that be if I got an inflatable costume? Oh, do you know what? Fucking, Does that will
1: just be a week. I've just, I've got to write
0: that down. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be me all day going like blowing, blowing that in the costume. <laughs> Instead of a turkey, I'll just look at like a big pera. Anyway, right, so <laughs> what we're, what we're going to do is start off with a wee bit of what have we been pulling um so i'm going to just kick off with this because uh, usually we throw it to gary um but i just i love the sound of my voice so i'm just going to keep going and um <laughs> thanks with it uh so i i yeah. noticed gary's writing some fucking nonsense and the uh, and this thing so i'm just going to fucking delete that because just just not having it just not having it <laughs> anyway can I stand can I stand for nonsense right He's just, he's just, he's unhappy because I never coordinated my Christmas jumper. I sprang it on him and he's just, he's, like he's a bit thing seething. Thing. He's, yeah. a bit, he's, <laughs> he's a bit seething.
1: Oh, I've got a good
0: Star Wars up as well, but I'm not getting it. No? i a fucking protest. <laughs> 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 so, aye, I'm going to start with a wee bit of what we've been playing and um, we're going to cover this game in great depths um, le- later on, I'm sure, or, or in a future episode, I should say in great depths, but Gary's going to touch on it as part of our next segment, so I'll keep it ever ever so brief, um, because we've, we've been playing a game that we'll talk about shortly, collectively, um, but I have been um, back on the grind with Baldur's Gate. and there's nothing that I really can say that's going to be more or improve on what we've already spoke about. Um, what, what I will say is it's probably, definitely, sorry, one of the, the first games of this length that I've actually, like, sat and played it to the point of, like, I cannot, under any circumstance I cannot put this game down without actually finishing it. Like, I've never done that in the last, don't know how many years, Gary will speak to this, he but I don't know how many games I've, like, started and then, like, a new games came out and I'm like, I really want to play that game. Um, this is the first game for I don't know how many moons that I'm like, no, I need to finish that before I can move on. anything else and I don't know I think I just have that kind of wee bit of a sense of pride about that to be honest with you because it's just for one it is that good and for two like it's just that commitment of trying to grind it out and, and finish and I'm relatively close um I don't think it's possible for me to hit the goal of finishing it before you know the end of the um End of the year before Christmas, um, because I'm expecting a few games and some different things to drop. So, I'm hoping that I'll be able to finish it. But I, don't, I can't really say much more. Honest, honestly, other than every single quest that you you find makes you want to just keep going and keep doing that. Like at any point, I'm like, I need to finish this in a hurry. It's like you're getting into a new level, a new area, and you're finding these quest lines, and none of them are any kind of level other than fuck I really want to pull that thread and follow that and find out what's happening to the point that to almost its detriment that you kind of want to do everybody's side quest and I spoke to Gary about this kind of off stream like or off podcast whatever offline fucking in real life so what I mean by that is you've got a party and generally in an RPG game you stick to that party and that is your, your party and whatever else this game does a great thing where everybody levels up like as at the same time kind of thing if you like, or well, not at the same time but if you're level 8 and you go back in and somebody was level 2 the last time you used them, if you ask them to come back out with you again you'll be able to level him up to level 8 and he can come out with you and, and so you don't feel like there's that kind of negative side of bringing somebody out um, that hasn't been part of the party for a long time and to be honest you don't even really need them, if, if you're doing like a character side quest, is, is, is where I'm going with this, you don't actually need them to be in your party, it's just, it's beneficial to have them for different you know, quotes and different ways that conversation can go and things like that, so having them in your, your party and then bringing them back out again, I feel like I, I would love to be able to be like, right, I'm not doing their side link, their quests, I want to focus on who like my party is and we'll just do that, this playthrough and then I'll come back next time and I'll take a different floor and would they on their sidelines but everything all kinda of intertwines in such an interesting way that I'm like I just can't put this down. I want to know everybody's end quest, I want to know everything about everybody. Part of Gail, he can fuck off. But everything else, like I just I'm just so interested in everybody's stuff. And perhaps if there was like two or three good storylines that I left to my next playthrough next playthrough, sorry. And I did take Gail on that one. I would explore his one and maybe that's like how I would go with it. I don't know. But I guess the point is is the game is absolutely phenomenal. To just to the point that I'm wanting to spend, you know, a hundred plus hours easily um, with it, without it, even diverting to, to other games, other than my golf of course. Um so I I'm not gonna go much uh, much further with, with Boulders because we've kind we've said it all and, and Gary will touch on it again on our next segment. But um I'm gonna kinda of throw it to the guys because I have been really talking enough. Um it's bloody twelve minutes in and you've not even heard these wonderful voices. So Gary, I know I've been playing this way, mate, but you lead the charge, what have you been playing?
1: So a wee game decided to have a next chapter. We were like, do you know what, let's we were on the bandwagon for the old OG map. <laughs> we we're like, Let, let's let's see what this new chapter's all about. Um here comes Fortnite. Fortnite not only does it come with a new map, it comes out with a Lego Minecraft game. Not only does it come out with a Lego Minecraft game, it comes out with a Guitar Hero clone. And not only does it come out with a Guitar Hero clone, it also comes out with a basically Rocket League Kart Racer. And it's like, holy shit, this game has just turned into one game into four games. And four games that I would probably play. (laughs) Uh, but the game the, the one that we have been focusing on uh, as a party has been the, the Lego Minecraft Fortnite. And it's such a breath of fresh air. Well that game. Um it's just it's just so good. Like the the only thing I don't like about it is, is you can like manipulate the world around you, like the mud and you can of dig up the dirt and stuff like that. That's the only thing that I feel like ah oh, it's a wee bit crap. But Everything else is pretty cool about it, and it's really quite interesting. I love the way the party goes. Whereas it's like, like, like for example, Hoodie and it was uh, Mac, myself, Hoodie, and uh, Jillian were playing, and we were me and Mister Mac had the same village because all lovers and that game, uh, and then Jillian had her own village, and Hoodie had his own village. But when they were, I think it was Hoodie was like upgrading his village, we could craft all the stuff. That he unlocked, and I was like, Oh, that's so interesting. So, Disney really, Disney really like, go, Oh, you you don't know how to make this yet because you're not that level. And it's like, Oh, I really, really enjoyed that. It just opens the game up more. And like, if somebody like me, I'm pretty shit at these games to be honest. But like, Mr. Mac, he just builds everything and everything. You can. He's like, Oh, what? I can build something new. Let's get all the stuff to build this random new thing. And he done a, a new cupboard. You just sit there, you know. Uh, so I, I quite like that, and I'm just I'm just really enjoying it. It's a game that I've started. We started last week, and you know ever since we've talked, I'm like, oh, I could go that again. Like I could really have a good good go on it. And it's weird because in my mind I'm like, no, we should really be playing Fortnite. And then the other day I've started the Guitar Hero, thing and I'm like, oh, this is pretty good as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, do you know what I need? I need a guitar. I need a. I need Fortnite to start selling a plastic guitar, so I can start playing this like Guitar Hero again. <laughs> it's coming, dude. Uh, it's coming. I can imagine.
0: It's uh, it's definitely a detriment. Is that is that, is that actually a thing?
3: It's
2: yeah. actually a thing. They're going to not only uh, let you use your old peripherals, but they are planning to produce new ones that wow. will be
0: specific to Fortnite. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty. I mean, it's. the I mean, harmonics
2: it's... themselves
0: too? No. That's oh. pretty good, actually. I they can maybe yeah. st- they can they can rebadge and then sell all their old fucking stock that's been stuck in a warehouse for <laughs> for, <laughs> yeah, right. for the last ten years. <laughs> <Honestly>. <laughs> you know it's so funny?
1: I was playing it the other day. I was like, "My my wife used to still love Guitar Hero, you know? like everybody did at the, the the time, you know." And I was thinking to myself, "She would love us, but she would not she like it on the controller." I don't, I don't, like I, don't it on the I don't even
0: really like it on the controller to be honest. Like it's yeah, not, I don't same. like it, but it's just I don't like yeah. what the buttons that they've chose. Like the fact that it's like yeah, the I left, that right. it's just, I just, you uh, you just can good.
1: Oh, can you? You can, can remake. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, right, I'll okay. Try I'll try that.
2: Done and it does make a, a significant difference. Right. I still think overall it uh it doesn't feel quite right, so I am I am hoping the uh the peripherals like give it that energy that it's missing currently. Yep. yep. Um but as far as like what it is for right now, I'm like it's pretty impressive to take a a game that started out as like a, what is a survival mode Thing. It wasn't yeah. even a battle royale And then have it turn into a battle royale That becomes the biggest thing in the world And then decide oh we're going to have every IP Under the sun and you know what We've done that so let's introduce Guitar Hero and Lego Right like, uh, Okay yeah. so I mean for and a, and what a kart is racer. platform <laughs> Oh in a kart racer I forgot about Not that only. one Yeah. <laughs> for, for something that Didn't even start out at this game And now having a harmonics Made like tap tap revolution essentially <laughs> it does feel like uh mind-blowing to me that they've even managed this so I can Im- I can imagine over time that's just going to keep improving if uh I mean the numbers for for the guitar hero mode are the lowest out of the bunch but again I think that's a lack of catalog right now and and yep. the peripherals not being there but over time if they manage to introduce those things, I, I feel like it has more potential than most. Probably more than the racing mode even where I oh, yeah. I jumped into that one and I was like This is fun, but I, I'd be more interested to see what the Guitar Hero mode turns into versus this Could racing you Im- mode. Can
1: you imagine next year when they say next Christmas and they're like, <laughs> Here we go, folks Remember Guitar Hero everybody? I mean all the people that don't play Fortnite they just say and they're out there and they're going, look what we've got, a guitar, and we've got a Guitar Hero game that we've been working on for the last year. And look at the catalogue of songs we've got, because let's be honest, fuck—they can fucking get anything, anything they want, basically, at this rate it looks like, and they could be like, look, here it is, here's new, they could make the skins as well, they could make band skins, you know, like Iron Maiden skins, I was thinking of, like Eddie and stuff like that, or whoever, oh, yeah. whatever band, any singer, like, they can just start getting all these skins as well, and it's just, it's just a total revenue could just open right up, but I, I agree, and they definitely need that guitar, oh, a peripheral would definitely need something, because uh, it would just change it just like that. Yeah. Aye. That's that's what the
0: con conver- that's what the conversation is. It's really just Fortnite in itself. I mean, we 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 touched on it uh on the last episode and we, you know, went through all the different experiences with Fortnite. So if you're interested in a more expanded conversation about Fortnite exclusively then then that, you know, that episode's there for you guys as well to, to have a wee uh listen to because we we touched on a lot of things from when we first started using it and um, playing it sorry to now and i, f- I feel like that conversation is almost superseded and redundant even just with this new mm-hmm. <laughs> with this new mm-hmm. season oh, yeah. you know like understand. tenfold you know so mm-hmm. it's uh it's crazy yeah. that we could outdate ourselves by a fucking month uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with yeah. a game that's been going for like what four year five year whatever it is so
1: do you know it's so funny see when that that chapter was coming to the end the og map I was sitting saying to you, so I was like, oh, that's it, they're going to end it and it's going to say, like, this is Fortnite 2, and I'm thinking to myself, like, but in my mind, I'm like, it's just going to be maybe a bigger map, maybe more in it, you know, Aye. maybe just, I don't know, like, I wasn't expecting, I'm just expecting a Battle Royale again, where like, maybe more stuff today in it, and then they go and they just make fucking four games in one, I'm like, Aye. fucking hell, yeah. man. Yeah,
0: I think since the new season dropped, I played, um, we played like one round, something like that and the uh, actual like fort like fortnight playing that and then obviously we did our kind of usual friday jam and we were straight into lego and just kind of never looked back you know spent you know last sunday just farming and crafting and having mike scary gary jump into my game and chase me out in the desert i don't even know what happened to him i don't know how he managed to get into the desert uh and he just <laughs> spawned next to me because i was miles away like i never even spoke to you about that like did you spawn? Just
1: you no, just, I just ran? ran. I ran. I I just, obviously, with the map, I can only see where you've unlocked. So right. I just followed your entire map all the way up. Did you know uh, start dying? I just found you. I died. I died after that. All
0: oh, right, right. okay. Because I was like. I just I, ran away from everything. I, cause I, was like, I don't even know how he's surviving here because I managed to figure out all the different plants and what you need to have and pick and day for the, to be in different zones and stuff like that. So. um. It's just there's some crazy, crazy stuff um, in that game, and um, hope there's some some glitches I've I've kind of discovered that's helped things at the start as well. So I'm hoping, which I'm hoping they don't patch. Um, but I think there's, as I say, a crazy amount of different stuff. You know, we built this big kind of fancy house. Um, now I managed to get other uh, stone and whatever else to to build one of the houses for Pleasant View. I think it is and how do you thankfully saved us from a big faux pas in this game and it was to make sure you build in an area that has a lot of flat land and i think that's yeah. my only comment and only point of the of the game that it is quite difficult even in a place that i would say we were in a relatively flat place but yeah, even right. like how some of the things like place and connect um <laughs> like about the house and about a garage next to it and then i had to like make all this like custom janky stairs like steps to get in in and out of the different things um so i kind of wish there was just a tiny wee bit more more finesse when it comes to i don't mind having to add a wee set of stairs or something for somewhere but like it just kind of like breaks the mind or a wee bit when you're like oh i've got these open doors like i want to i want to make it flat (laughs) You know,
1: just a wee bit of terraforming, just a wee tiny bit. Aye, just, just, I was the same. I was the same. I, I built a fence all the way around. Our... Yeah, I don't know if you've seen it yet. I have. I, I built a big, massive like fort all the way around our, um, our wee town, if you like. And I got right to the end, and I met them up, and it wouldn't work. And it just—it was saying there was something in the ground, and I was like, "There's fucking nothing there." It was literally the last bit. So I literally had to take, like, half that wall away and I had to build it in front of it and then I had to build it like that so it was like one was in front of the other one and then I had to, like, join it, like, kind of squintly and I was like, oh, shit, but <laughs> it just—it was the only way I could do it and I was right. like, it's so annoying because there's just, there's this invisible thing in the ground that I, I just can't plant something there. Mm. It's just stupid, but I know. I i was—I say what I'm saying at the start, like, it's... I think the only thing that Minecraft is that you can actually terraform the place, and you can oh, what there's no block here, but there's a block. Right. Actually, fix to made it flat. That's the only issue it has got. But everything else is pretty fucking good, do know. Yeah, Enjoying I think for, yeah. for
0: for the level there, it is like I don't, I can forgive. I'm sure you can as well. But you can, I can forgive for not for not having that just because I can imagine what it would do, like for their servers and you know, all that nonsense. For like obviously, Minecraft is the same thing, and it's that's what it does. This is something that's just within something else and little tools and things that we've got the news whereas i mean i've seen some stuff i've been sending to gary but a lot of it's like people that are making these flying things like i've seen people that have made like monorails that go in between things i've yeah. made i've seen people that have made like the death star and i've made seen people that have made these flying ships like literal big flying ships that they fly about the place and planes and you know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, we have to run everywhere, you know. So we've uh, <laughs> aye, we aye. still got a wee bit <laughs> to go um, before we can before we can make it complicated. But I'm pretty positive that I'll explore in something once people have kind of cracked the code a wee bit and we've unlocked a wee bit further stuff. But it's still the, interesting. The other
1: thing, the other thing I keep thinking about this is literally this game has only been a week.
0: Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 100%. And it's already
1: got ready to go with so much stuff in it already. I mean, aye. Minecraft would be fucking loving it if they came out like this. Yeah.
0: And this is a, it's a strong yeah. start. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, hundred percent, absolutely. Um, so my, my only uh, my my passing point for I throw it to Hoodie for his final thoughts, and then he's, his his um, other game is um my 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 top tip that I've stole for somebody else, and it's um for your tools. I don't know if anybody if you guys are aware of this one yet or not, but if you're using like a a piece of weaponry or whatever, two two tips for using a piece of weaponry like a sword or an axe or uh pickaxe whatever for cutting things Then, and you've upgraded it to the higher level if it's just about to run out, go to the um go to the you can get like the npcs whatever to to like follow you around and fight with you and explore you and stuff you can gift them that sword and that sword they they now have an up improved sword that that doesn't break because they um, I just always use it. They do, their tools don't break, so they'll have an improved sword or an improved axe, an improved pickaxe, and they'll run, be able to run about with you. Um, so I was running about with one of the guys in our wee um, town, and he was fighting everything for me, and he was just, you know, two hitting all the skeletons and loving life. Um, but the second tip, the best one, if your um, equipment is, again, just about to expire, like your pickaxes and stuff, craft a chest and put the item in the chest, and then break the chest, and the, the item will come out, and it'll be full, back to full health again. And you just equip it again. Really? So, yeah, yeah, really, really. Oh, well, um, that's pretty cool. I yeah. like that. So, uh, I was going around and with my pickaxe, and so it means you can go to the caves uh, with one pickaxe, and enough wood, to, or enough planks to make a chest, and then just put the chest in, put the pickaxe inside it, break the fucking thing. And then you've got a full health pickaxe. So top tips out there. Make sure uh you like this fucking video. If I find out you've used that and yous have to like this <laughs> video, I'm gonna come into your villages and I'm gonna break every fucking thing, okay? So <laughs> make sure you just go and like the video and leave a comment saying thanks for the chest. I'm glad you discovered that tip, okay? I never found that. I'd fucking made that one. Right.
1: Fault dwellers exclusive.
0: Fault dwellers. Vault, see vault, fucking vault dwellers. Exclusive <laughs> hoodie, my friend. If you've got anything else on this one, or you want to move straight on to your other game, take it away.
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna add that I think this is the best Lego game we've gotten that feels like Legos. Uh, there was Lego Worlds uh, a few years back, which I really enjoyed. I, I did feel like it was somehow super ambitious and still didn't quite meet the unobtainable standard in my head of what I wanted a Lego game to feel like if it was to be building Legos. Um, And I think this figured that out. It's a contained world enough, but I love the way that they make it feel like, oh yeah, you can freeform, build whatever you want, do whatever you want. But here's also the manual book. Because that's the thing that I love about Legos. I like opening that little booklet and then going page by page. And, oh, here's step one. Here's step two. Put one brick here, two bricks yep. here. Yep. And this game does that really, really well. Uh, I I was playing Lego 2K. I think that's was 2K Drive. Uh, it, it's a, the PlayStation Plus Essential Game of the Month or whatever it's called. Um, yep. And i was playing that and you could build any car you want however you want and it is you could do it brick by brick if you wanted to uh but even that had that same little bit of like there's something that isn't capturing what it feels like to build legos and i can't figure out what it is and i do think it's the manual and i think that's what's so smart about this fortnite mode where it is like i i can build a cabin or they'll give me piece by piece what i need to do to build this cabin and i think that's really fun and like Mm -hmm. uh, a little bit of the the onboarding is obtuse where i don't feel like it's all the way there to being accessible i do think oh you can see where you're supposed to put the next piece but you have to press circle to back out and then you have to press x but then you forget that you have to press x to do that first before you can place it so you're pressing x and then x again it sounds confusing when you're playing it i think you know what i'm talking about Um, so like with just little life improvements over time, this, I, out of all of the modes they introduced was easily the one that I was like mesmerized with. This is a magical mode of like, oh wow, you guys really understand Lego in a way that I don't think a lot of people have quite gotten there outside of like, uh, you know, playing lego star wars or lego indiana jones as a kid and loving those i mean even playing with ben when they had uh the remasters i think they were for lego star wars those are so much fun and awesome but it is kind of like we're playing a action adventure game that happens to be lego it isn't a lego game uh so it's just been really fun to experience that as somebody who has grown up with legos still buys legos plays with legos here and there and like knowing how much ip they have and being able to actually realize what it was like playing as a kid where i had you know spongebob and star wars and all these different characters hanging out in a bar that i made like that's crazy to think that can be now in a digital age where You can have your Ghost Rider skin from Fortnite and your Ninja Turtle skin that just dropped, and they can both be in Lego form as well as the Battle Pass or whatever have you like. All of that's really cool. So I'm I'm very excited for the future of what they do with Fortnite Lego. Uh, And for like Gary said, like it's a week in, and this is already what they have. Like that's crazy. Like I know they've been working on this for years, but again, it's a game within a game, and this game Mm. is. Free, <laughs> like mm-hmm. that blows yep. my yep. mind. It really does. It really, Crazy. it's it's impressive. But yeah, uh, I love it. I'm excited. I'm excited for what they do with it. Uh, other than that, I have been playing something else though. And <sighs> let me tell you, this one's gonna be the biggest. He was late to the party moment of any podcast uh, <laughs> that we've made. <laughs> where. <laughs> I think it's I think it's over a decade. You know, Uh, correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. uh, Call me out. Dead Space. This is a game I never played. I got uh, over uh, Black Friday. They had a special on EA Play or EA. Oh, one of these like you know Mm. subscription services. For the Uh, original one or the remake? It's the remake.
0: Remake. Uh,
2: didn't buy the remake. I bought the EA subscription to play for a month for a dollar, which I was like, nice. well, yes. sign me up. And I started by uh, playing Peggle 2. And I was like, oh, man, I love this. You know what? I should try out an actual, like, fully-fledged game instead of just playing Peggle 2 for an entire month. Uh, <laughs> and so I'm downloading Dead Space. and I'm like, am I going to like this? I don't know i don't do well with horror games i get scared real easily i could watch all the horror movies i want but when it comes to a game i shit myself and you know what it's not fun uh so i download it i boot <laughs> it's it up. Messy. it's late at night it's off to a very messy uh it's off to a bad start i'm getting scared i'm hearing the noises that though <laughs> those little <laughs> creepy things that they make mm-hmm. and then about an hour or two in it clicks when I get this new gun. And let me tell you what, they introduce guns that I think, oh, nothing could be better than this gun. Nothing could be, and they just get better and better. And I think that's what started to hook me. And then it was, I'm invested in Isaac's story. I need to know what's going to happen to Isaac. And do we get off this ship? I don't know, but shit's going down. And I gotta, I gotta save everybody. I'm a hero. (laughs) I started to really get into this game, and I know people have praised it and loved it forever. I've never played it, and jumping into this remaster, it's beautiful, and I'm very happy that this was my first experience with it, because I do think this was the best version of it, where I I learned that Isaac doesn't talk in the original, which blew my mind. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, but he's Mm -hmm. such a pivotal character to this story. Like, that'd be really weird if people were, like, Daniels is going like, Isaac, you need to get to the room. What's going on? (laughs) Dead silence. (laughs) Like, what was supposed to happen here? Um, uh, So, like, yeah, it was just this engrossing uh, experience that I started to even take into, like, a fourth wall where uh, I have a light that can change colors uh, if I tell it to. And so I was like turn light red and my whole room is like red and like it's an emergency system alert and i'm going through Mm. hallway to hallway just like pulling up the flashlight on the end of my gun and just like inching around corners and just taking them out and like by the end of it having the force gun and just like evaporating people it was so good the gameplay is so good the story was really good uh i hear there's an alternate ending too which for replayability was uh, an intriguing thing i don't think i could manage to go back to it because it was an intense game <laughs> i was very mm. much like Whew, okay all right <laughs> let's take a break yeah. here um i
1: feel a lot but yeah
2: well yeah i like I, like i said i'm super late to this party but finally being here i was like wow this this was fucking awesome uh so much so that i i was like thinking I don't think I've had that experience all year. Like, I've I've played all of, all of the games that I wanted to, aside uh, uh, from Alan Wake 2, which I'm still looking forward to. Um, but, like, there's not been that game that I've played all the way through that just has really hit with me that I'm like, whoa, that was it, right? When I played Tinykin last year or, uh, you know, God of War Ragnarok, which <laughs> they were... Neck and neck, same game pretty much. But both those games were very similar to me of like when I got done with them, I did feel like, oh man, that was a great experience. Tinykin I bought again on PlayStation and platinumed it this year of like, I love this game, right? And by the end of Dead Space, I was like, this might be one of the greatest games I've ever played. Like, holy shit, this feels so good that it just instantly became my game of the year for this year for me personally where i was like wow i i that i don't know what was missing from everything else but Mm. whatever this thing did really captures it so i hope we get more remakes of these games because i'd like to play the rest of them at this point i'm like you know what (laughs) sign me up for one two three four five and six i don't know how many there are but (laughs) i'm hoping it's six of them uh (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's that is half that, that in it? Really, uh, it.
1: It's
0: three yeah, in it. It's three. Definitely three. Yeah. I I three. played the uh, I played some of the first one. Um, and I get too stressed. Out. Is that the one? I don't know if it's I'm the too same too same too mechanic. Too um, where you can run out a the, the the auction things. Is that right?
1: Yes, there is a part that you still on at auction. Yes. Is that is that oh. still a thing though? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> Is that a thing? Yes, it is.
2: There's uh, many parts of this, and it was very stressful when you're like 70 seconds down, but you're so close to refueling this turret that you're like, do I just risk suffocating to just finish this mission? I don't know. Maybe. Yes, I am.
0: And, like, <laughs> That's absolutely what it's... I was Me stressed out it.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, and they have stasis as well, which is another thing that I kept forgetting that I had, uh, first of all, but like the idea of like how do i get through this and then you it clicks in your head oh stasis oh i used it to stop the three other enemies now i don't have any so now what do i do like (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. it's all about like micromanaging i haven't played any of the resident evil games but i heard that's similar to that of like you have to make sure your resources matter and count towards like yeah Where you're going and what you're going to do, so planning is a big part, and that's what this became because it was, oh, I only have so many slots, I can't take all of my guns with me, so I'm going to take these four. These are the ones that I'm keeping on my backpack, uh, on my person at all time. So it's like, I liked all that stuff, and that was really fun.
0: Uh, I feel um, we just were touching on that point there with Resident Evil. I feel like when I've obviously I played one or two, so I don't have the experience probably that Gary does, but. I feel like in that game you at least have like somewhat of a backup plan or somewhat of a like yeah. a Plan B thing. Like, there's there's no fucking Plan V. Oxygen, you know what I mean? So it's just yeah. that. No, it's just that the, thing. The older,
1: yeah. the older Resident Evils was very much like that. It was very much that you only got like ten bullets, and it was like, no fucking suffer. Right. You know, but uh, <laughs> yeah. seven and eight, I believe, that you get a lot more, mm. more action orientated than um survival feeling.
2: Oh, like. right. Well it also became this thing when playing Dead Space that I I had like reserves so if I ran out of oxygen I could pop an oxygen tank or whatever to uh, refuel midway through or whatnot. But then it was yeah. you have shops in the game and you can sell those things and I was like there's an upgrade for twelve thousand or I could run out of air. Which one do I want to do more? <laughs> like, can I budget having 50% ammo instead of 100% ammo, and I sell half of this in order to get a suit upgrade? Because will that help me later on? And, like, I spent so much time doing that that it did make me want to go look for things. I already mm. kind of go around and look everywhere that I possibly can when I play video games, but this, it was, like, a necessity of... I need mm. to find a node. Like, I need to. If I don't, I this gun will get me killed later on because it's just not going to be strong enough against like yeah. a yeah. horde of aliens with 19 heads and venom uh, so it's like <laughs> I liked that level of it uh, it was a game that just isn't for me generally like the rule of scary is not one that I, uh, I abide by so having it hit the way that it did was uh, like such a I don't know Revelation, where I was like, oh shit, okay. And it did make me more excited for Alan Wake too, where I was like, by the mm. end of it, I was like, I think I should just jump into this one. But then I was like, oh, I should also take a break.
0: I think you yeah, need to give yourself yeah, a yeah. chance for your heart rate to drop a wee bit. Yeah, so I jumped
2: into <laughs> I jumped into Burnout Paradise, and let me tell you what, greatest racing game of all time. Everybody should play
0: it. <laughs> I've actually uh, I downloaded Alan Wake. I know that's another game I've never played either, but. Uh, uh, somewhere down the line, I think, because I keep, um, I'm very uh, mm, aware of the fact that I haven't finished uh, Bioshock, and I just feel like uh, I need to go back to that as well. I made a promise that I was going to stream this year, and I still have to done it, so it's just, you know, that's what it is. <laughs> I'll just, <laughs> I'll keep bringing it up until it becomes a reality. Uh,
1: Still waiting for my I review on that next game. Year. That you, you said you were
0: going to review. So I. I die. The yeah. was. It was a, it was a golf, uh, it was a golf game that was going to do. It's like the first game I played on the on the Steam Deck. But do you know what happened I, I just started playing other games on the Steam Deck. So fuck your review. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, is that is that us for what we've been playing my camera keeps sticking by the way so if you've been watching it's very good to see some so of the poses that. that I'm stuck in because that camera this is perfect that's this is really one. good I actually really like that one I feel like I feel like you might want to take a screenshot of that before I change it in literally three settings but it is, right, it's got to change that was good I liked that right okay uh, right so we'll move on then uh, from the You're what low. have we been playing segment. Now I want to put a wee intermediate segment in here because I uh, have I've often wondered and i wondering if yous have also often wondered have you ever wanted to introduce your clothes to other people? Well now is your opportunity with Hoodies <laughs> Hoodie. It's all the comfort of wearing a hoodie without all of the discomfort Of having to tell people you're wearing the hoodie. Now, if you're wondering what the fuck I'm talking about, click onto the YouTube video, click onto the 43 minute mark, which is around about the time that it is right this second, and feast your eyes on this wonderful hoodie. And I'm going to scroll down there and I'm going to do this best that I can do with the little window that I've got on the screen. But you'll see here that we've got Hoodie's hoodie with your front badge of hello my name is hoodie which is fucking phenomenal and then this back design which is even more phenomenal now again i'll try and zoom out a wee bit so you can see the full idea but again i'm missing the side so you're just going to imagine that you can see the rest <laughs> of it because i'm not editing the thing but you get the idea if you head over Beautiful. to uh, hoodie's instagram page uh, which is in on cad so instagram.com forward slash cad is hoodie's fucking amazing art which again you can only see like a third at best on my screen right now so that gives you Mm -hmm. two thirds of a reason to go into his instagram to see the other thirds right that's maths for you and i actually wanted to put a a segment in here just in general just just basically to say fucking well fucking done by the way hoodie directly well fucking done for posting something every fucking day of the year For a full year that's absolutely fucking phenomenal i'm still scrolling and there's still stuff in here that i've seen or not seen all the way up and i don't even know know, i've been scrolling for forever and i'm only as back as 33 weeks ago back in april so again committed more than committed the growth that you can see and and even this work over the last year um hoodie is just ridiculous so hats off to you mate the commitment beyond anything else is just um absolutely ridiculous so yeah, shout out to you, mate. Um, something that often um, goes unnoticed on the on the podcast is, is hoodie's amazing um, bits of uh, artwork that he posts for the um, thumbnails. Hoodie does all thumbnails. have a very good and common uh, theme about them. Uh, absolutely ridiculous, to be honest. The the work that um, hoodie puts in to the to the artwork side. So, um, yeah shout out to you, mate. And um, I keep a uh, keep it up keep fucking smashing it
2: thank you so much that's very kind of you guys like
0: absolutely that. not a fucking problem gary your art's been fucking brilliant as well by the way let me just say that just oh. to put it out there just to put it out there but absolutely fucking phenomenal i'm just here pressing buttons and hitting record hopefully that's all it's uh it's recording this thing that's good right <laughs> so <laughs> i'll tell you <laughs> what
2: i'm i'm privileged enough to have a uh gary Moore original Hanging on my wall right now. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. If you ever get the opportunity, reach out to Gary, figure out a way. Get yourself one to put on your wall because they're That's
0: phenomenal. It. That's it. Now shipping globally. We've figured out a way of doing it. Uh g- 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 Gary anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> this, this. <laughs> gary, uh, Gary's figured that away and it's uh it's absolutely ridiculous that um how he managed to get something there uh, on time but uh, aye, I'm, ridiculous. I mean,
1: first name basis with UPS. Yep,
0: he's got con- <laughs> he's got contacts. Yeah, uh, he's got contacts now, which is just absolutely ridiculous. He she
2: applies them to your house personally.
0: It does. I does. Fucking mate, the
1: next time I do. Aye, it does
0: it might be cheaper in terms of uh, your time. I should say, I should to probably could probably say that rather than it Um, but I uh, Gary has done some some really good uh pieces uh obviously recently we've done some he's done some stuff for uh a, f- a friend of ours common friend of ours uh i'll just flash uh the the other thing up on the screen to know which is which hoodie was talking about so a gary moore original again you can't even see it but i'm just gonna go like that because you can see it there um we showed this on the socials um at the time so yeah definitely Get that checked out. It um, he did they paint this. Don't know what the fuck he's oh, on about posting that. that. That's a he's fucking he's at it. He's he's at it. Look, there's, there's another one, he didn't paint this either. Fucking farce. Let's get this fucking page off. <laughs> get out of my way. Hey, <laughs> right, okay. So Gary Moore and uh, and our hoodie fucking smashing it as usual. Right? Talking about smashing it. Let's move on to our next segment. And Gary's gonna Get sex that's it right right. right i was going to say gary's <laughs> going to lead well, really it di- step it up step <laughs> up so we did a wee award last year and collectively we decided that each person's going to select the game of the year moving forward so they picked an absolute belter uh last year he's already mentioned it in this podcast i think he mentions it every podcast but Absolutely. But he's definitely mentioned it. So our last year our twenty out of ten award went to Tinikan, which was an absolute phenomenal game. And this year my absolute masterpiece. This year Gary insisted. He offered it to me but he did insist. Finley veiled insisting that he gave it this one because it was just just oh look, there's me making a really good really good sensational pose again (laughs) on the webcam. I'm telling That's you that anyway. you should be watching this because that looks like I'm having an absolute joy in announcing <laughs> something. That's paint me like one of your
1: French girls. Aye, it's, com- it's coming to some sort of conclusion.
0: I'm about I'm split a split second away from the the vinegar stroke, as somebody calls it in my work. Gary <laughs> <laughs> kind of Moore, take it away, my friend. The 20 out of 10 so award.
1: This year... Brrr, 20 out of 10 award. Can you believe it? We're here again. End of the year. 20 out of 10. I said to Sean, Sean, I know you aren't this one, but hold back. Gary's got to go for it. It has to be a game we've already talked about today. It has to be Baldur's Gate 3. I, Larian. What do you say? What can, we, what can we say about this game that we've no said in the podcast? I've been talking about it for the last three and a half months. It took me a complete. This game... It's one of these games that comes along and you think to yourself, fucking hell, you've just changed the landscape of gaming. And that's what this game is. This is a game that I've I literally switched on as I was like, this game is the most refreshing game I have played in about six years. The last time was probably Red Dead Redemption 2. If it wasn't six years ago, sorry for my maths, it might have been five. But, <laughs> Baldur's Gate is just, an amazing game that larian deserve all the credit that they're getting and i know people are saying oh i mean oh they took two years and it was in pre-development and blah 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 who cares this game is fucking phenomenal phenomenal and this is do, why do, 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 do. phenomenal that's why that's oh, so just got a coffee <laughs> strike uh, that's, <laughs> that's <I just> why that's <laughs> why this game of the year for the Falktower's podcast goes to Baldur's Gate 3. 20 out of 10 award. Let's go. I don't know if anybody Let's wants go. to add anything to that. I,
2: I, I would like to add it's the It's the air horn from Flubber. The, uh... <laughs> 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 this is one of those games, like you said, changed the landscape for me personally loving rpgs but not understanding that what i had been playing for all these years weren't rpgs this is an rpg (laughs) a way of like wow i mean i've talked about it before but like just even that one segment with ben understanding that i could change everything that he had done within minutes or hours it doesn't matter when or where or how but it will change and Even hearing stories has been such an exciting thing that I don't think I've gotten out of video games. I know people always talk like, oh, I love the conversation around Breath of the Wild or or any of these other games. Like, oh, what was your experience building that like that to me has never connected? I I don't get that. It's not my kind of like uh, circle. But this is the one where I was like, I really want to know what happens if you talk to that cow. I really want to know what happens if you didn't talk to that cow, but talk to a chicken. Like, even the littlest thing in the world uh, that they built, uh, based on like D&D, like all of that stuff is so mesmerizing to me of how different and of the variety and just the length of things can go, too, which is an unbelievable feat. an unbelievable feat. Where it is, it boggles the mind to think how much writing went into this, and yeah. for it to not just be, oh yeah, there's tons of writing, but you know, ninety percent of it is pretty bad, and then like there's a good ten percent. Almost all of it is great, and I don't even think I've scratched the surface on half the stories that you can get out of this game. But every time I hear something from a Minmax or or uh, from Ben or Gage or either of you ta- telling us about what your adventures were that day or what point you're at, and then you going, oh, I'm also at that point. Oh, yeah, what's happened for you? Whoa, I have not done any of that. I mean, yeah. even yeah. watching uh, over the last weekend, watching Matt start the trial, uh, Matt Ferguson, Fergie21, he's a great artist, uh, watching him start the trial and then him share uh, sharing his, his gameplay and seed him, just walk past a character that I knew was there and he didn't, and he'll just never know that character was there. Like, it's just that character's yeah. gone now, and that's the end yeah. of it. And it's like, well, that character is also on the box art, and you can just walk away from them and they're yep. gone. Like, that's insane, right? Dead. Like, that's.
3: Mind-boggling
0: I, I, I read, to me. I read that that character actually appears like further in the game as well. If you miss him there, he appears later in the game. So, can you imagine coming across that main character without knowing any of the game and stuff that maybe Gary knows? But like coming across him, like just say seventy-five, 80 years later—that's crazy, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah,
2: because you do get to those points where you're just thinking, "Wow." okay i think i've seen all that i can see and then you end up going into a chest that you think is just going to have a little bit of loot and then inside is a bottle and then you open the bottle inside the bottle is some boss fight like it's just a random (laughs) bottle Mm -hmm. in a chest Mm -hmm. in a random area of that like you can just not have this boss fight that could just not be a thing and it's not a side quest it's not something you know about it's just a trinket for all intents and purposes like That is the level of dedication and craft. And like you were saying, oh, yeah, they've been doing it for two years. Well, if that's what it takes to get this, everybody should do that. Because I think a lot of games, uh, Jedi Survivor is one of those games that released this year broken as all hell. And it is just a disaster. How many games uh, travesty, sorry, uh, uh, travesty, how many games are releasing in like this disaster form where you're like, how are we justifying this? And then... (laughs) uh, Sorry, uh, what's the studio's name again? Larian. Larian Studios releasing this game at the technical level that it is, as big as it is, with how much there must be behind the scenes in that code going on. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. that is... So fucking impressive! It cannot be understated. Yeah, across across
0: multiple take. different uh, platforms as well. You, you may might add, you know, oh like the God, fact yeah. that it came out obviously on, on PC. And it, to be honest, it probably yeah. belongs on on PC as much as I have to play it there. But just that kind of the way that you know different uh, items and the way you need to kind of maneuver different things. Obviously, you, you don't need to do any like weapon strikes or anything or any like important clicks. So it does survive on the console very well, um, but, you know, in terms of, like, being able to, like, manage inventory and there are these kind of long-form things that would, would, would happen to take longer on the console, like, it def- doesn't feel like it's, like, a hindrance or anything like that, they definitely do, like, a good job with some of, like, the quick um, buttons and, and different <coughs> things, so, <they've>, it's, <coughs> you, you know, i also. played... Also- Sorry, there you go. I've played games like jumping between, like you know, just for example, with City Skylines. I've I've played on the PC and the console, and trying to like jump between the two of them. They don't do like the best job in trying to like make things like try um you know transfer over to like a a controller and the way that the the buttons kind of map out because they're very limited of of course you know in terms of that kind of thing and you what. It's not like a get a a jail free card to put like a free form cursor on the thing. Like they don't ever need to do that in this game. Everything just kind of clicks.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. And and another thing is, thus they listen to their community like so well. Um, that's something that I was always see the game awards and stuff came up. I was like, they they, I that was the thing I was wanting to really vote for them for was their community involvement because they are so good with the community. Do you know like the game came out and. I I played it for about a week or two, right? And at some point, I levelled my character up and he got a trait. And I didn't realise this, but when I got this trait, it changed his jewellery was wearing in his face. Now, I was playing as an orc barbarian and it changed the jewellery in his face, but I didn't realise that's how it changed. And I kept sending pictures to Sean and I'm like, they've, they've got this like gold jewellery on my face. I was like, I didn't have that on. I just had he had like spikes in his ears for earrings. And I was like, I didn't have this. I was like, where's this came from? And I was like, oh, this is so annoying because this doesn't even look like my character anymore because eh, he was wearing, like, big gold jewellery over his face. And I was like, what the hell is this? And it was about a week later. I, I stopped playing it for a wee while, just with working and stuff. And I went back to it. And that week, I, I mean, a week, so I thought about maybe three weeks it was it. they'd done a full, um, when you go into your camp, you can actually change your character and stuff now. And I was like, three weeks they managed to do that. Sometimes that takes a game about a year a day. Um, and I just like, they just listen to people so much, and no even that, the next time I went on it, like a couple of months later, they put added mail stuff, so if you want to go and change his name or your character's name, they added that in it. So they just, every time they listen, they just listen to their, their community and everything, and it was a glitch. It was a glitch I was playing and it was near the end of the game, and I had Shadowheart with me, and she kept no following me, and I was like, what the hell's happening here? I was like, every time she was in my party, as soon as I like spawned into a location, I'd run away, and my other two characters would run with me, but Shadowheart would be away back then, and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with her? So I took her in, took her out of the companion, and took some else, and it was about two days later, I went back on the game, and it was like, oh, hot fix, sorry, uh, we gave Shadowheart any trouble, we told her that she needs to start following you again, <laughs> and then they patched it back in, and I'm like, that, like, literally two days that only took, and I'm like, uh, it would may- maybe be annoying if you were, like, proper endgame and you were trying to do it, but for me, it was fine because it's just the way I was playing it, but I was like, that's just how involved that the are community, how quick they're, like, Fortnite quick, you know, it's like, something's <laughs> rang, boom, we're fixing it. It's no, it's not like, oh, oh we're going to fix this in fucking three weeks' time, you know, and I was just so on it, and I just, ah, oh, it's just, this game, I love it, love it, love it, <laughs> love it. Love it.
2: I think you're touching on a great point that not normally I'll notice, but whoever their community manager is. And it's like that team over there are so good. Like they are so good at not only being able to speak to their community, like you're saying, uh, fix things within the game within a prompt time, but also understanding what needs to be fixed or leaning into the fun of things that people are having. Like I think a lot of the time there will be a disconnect where the studio and the devs are all talking to each other and then the community's talking and they're taking bits and pieces from everywhere but none of it is quite getting to the full picture instead it's like brains of sand that get back to make a quarter of a sand castle and this it just feels like they're making mountains and mountains of content for free and updates that are free and Taking in feedback that changes the game in a way that makes the game better most of the time. Like, I think a lot of that is due to their team over there and how well they understand how much, like, how much you give to the community versus not giving anything and just listening to your own, like, Gut, because I do think that's also a thing that needs to happen. You can't listen to fans twenty four seven. Yeah, everybody thinks they have the next great idea, but they don't. Uh, so it is like them being able to balance that in a way where it is like, no, no, that that is smart, and we should implement that. Versus, well, we took this out, and you are trust us. You're gonna you're gonna be glad we took this thing out, kind of thing. And yeah, also, yeah, just yeah. like the level of humor that they have within that whole ecosystem of their fan base and. Like their marketing was amazing. Like their Mm -hmm. taglines were great. Uh, If you've ever read their terms of service, it's hilarious. Like there are so many things buried in there of like, uh, by signing this contract, you're like uh, you're you're part of the Guild of Gold or something and you have to play a flute or, you know, it's like some wild like quest log, which is in their terms of service, which is like they're having fun and it's coming across as they're having fun so it makes this game more enjoyable altogether, whether or not you were going to enjoy it. it, Either way, it's like, this is just an extension that makes it better, like, knowing that team is great.
1: One of the first trailers they ever showed, like, before the game came out was the the person like, kicking the squirrel to death, and also the the people people sleeping weird. uh, a the bear. person who can turn into a bear—that was like literally <laughs> that one of the trailers that they showed, you know—and that's and what I'm a, saying, man. When you're playing it, it's such a serious game as well. Like, uh, it's very serious, and like to put these humor moments in it is—it's uh, really funny. It, yeah, it's—it's
2: it's such a smart way that they went about it. Of like, their big sell on this game is, well, you could fuck a bear.
3: like are you sure that's (laughs) what you
2: want to market it as but they knew they knew what they had and i think they understand what their target audience was and if they could by proxy of their hitting their target audience get the word of mouth to spread and i they understood that so well because it does become that thing of like i started with i just kind of want to know what that next person's story is like even outside if i had my own i would much rather also have all of that information. Because I think a lot of the time, like I said, when I play a game, it's like in this bubble and that's my experience and that's the end of it. In this, it is, I, we, none of us are the same even though we're all on the same path. And that's Mm -hmm. super cool because even when a game like Mass Effect came out, I don't think I sat around thinking, oh, I wonder if their shepherd died or their shepherd lived or uh, they Mm -hmm. fucked my girlfriend tolly i don't know uh but <laughs> they, but it, but in this i am like did you fuck the bear <laughs> i need to know <laughs> like, how, how did that play out for you <laughs> like all those things are so much fun i mean down to the yeah. just because as minor as uh, minimal spoilers as possible right like having that first, um, like, the crash ship for Cthulhu, or uh, Mind Flayer, sorry, mm-hmm. uh, the Mind players ship crashing at the very beginning of the game and, like, getting to that body that's strapped to the chair, and you're like, well, he's talking. What's gonna happen here? And then it being like, you can extract this thing, and I won't say what the thing is, but mm. the way that can go, even, is like, uh, well, what would have happened if I had done this? Does make me and i don't usually do this but it did make me go i'm gonna save scum this i need to play this again i need to know like mm-hmm. i have i have to know everything they do is interesting all of it even when i lost it was interesting like oh man that sucked well now i need to know what happens if i succeeded because <laughs> that'll <laughs> also branch a whole new storyline and let me tell you what succeeding on that one thing which i will not spoil what it is is pretty fucking great
1: <laughs> like yeah. holy shit I, you you said it but you said it already but i've never played a game where I think it was literally maybe a month and a half I had been playing it, and then Sean, Sean was quite slow playing it at the start, and Ben was as well, I don't think they were as far as what I was, but it was a, the first time that we were all kind of to got together again, and we were talking about it, and we are just talking about like the first four or five hours of the game, and all three years have done completely different things, and not only was yeah. it completely things, it totally changed the world that we were in, like, Companions were treated different. Maybe some people got a companion. I didn't they get a companion. Sean, for example, fell out with a companion before he even got the chance to recruit a companion, and the world just totally changed. And it was just I can I actually can't believe that we were playing the same game because when we were talking about it, they sounded like completely different experiences. And that's what, yeah, just that's just what this game. Put, but like, I just feel sorry for any other game now that's going to try and make an RPG because, fuck awesome. me. The first game it comes out and I play it's an RPG I'm going to go, oh that wasn't the Gate and I, <laughs> yeah. that's that's what's going that's what it's going to be. That was the same with Red Dead Redemption. I played Red Dead Redemption and then I played um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey right after it and I could not play Assassin's Creed Odyssey after it. I was like, oh my god, that game is so shit compared to Red Dead Redemption Two. And I feel this is what's going to come now. <laughs> Boulder's oh, Gate's ruined everything for me. Hundred percent. I should
0: <laughs> yeah. I should. Uh, just before you, you think we'll, we'll, we'll uh, let you let you back in for a for a, a closing thought because I want to, I wanted to do shepherd the zone to the to the main uh, to the main event, mate. But if you've got one last one last thing on the boulders, then we'll uh, queue that one up. Uh, for me. Yeah, yeah. Just in case you had anything else.
2: Okay. Yeah. Uh, one last thing. If it looks like a game that you wouldn't play, try a trial. If there's a demo available Why? to you on PC or Xbox, I don't know. Uh, but for PlayStation, they're uh, Plus members. You can download the trial. Highly recommend because it is one of those things that I looked at. I said, that's not a game for me. It's like a, a top-down or isometric, however you want to... I don't know what how you refer to it. But it is, uh, oh, I can pull the camera in straight over my shoulder that it just becomes a third-person action game. And yeah. then you go, oh, man, yeah, but you're like taking turns rolling a dice. I don't know if that's for me, you're choosing trust me. I... Everything I felt was probably where you're at if you look at this game for the first time and aren't into that genre because once I got into that world, I realized this is just an action game and I can play it that way if I want to. It doesn't feel yep. like any other of these like real-time strategies or whatever have you that I've ever experienced because I think that is a big turnoff what definitely was for me until I played it. And I think this is one that it's like if you can, if there is a demo of some kind and you can try this out or a friend has it and they can let you play it, try it. Because I, I do think the overall experience is one that every person who loves video games should be able to play in their, in their lifetime because it's uh unlike anything.
1: Also, just one last thing to comment is it was a brand new game and no, they discounted it. Like it wasn't discounted They just came out like less price than everything else. And I just blows my mind to think that they, they took less money for this game and it's probably the best thing it's yeah. been out in the last five years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: you don't you don't do it in fairness you don't know like what you kinda of play it back and figure out if less people would have gave it a chance if it was my money or anything like that. So it's kinda of one thing to be to be said. But you know, they've done everything right, and hopefully they've made a, a pretty penny and all that um, kind of good stuff. So I um Gary as well a classmate then um, twenty out of ten award goes to
1: Outers get three Cheers boys Cheers.
0: Okay No oh. the next segment Oh, oh. I should go. say and I don't agree with I didn't agree with Gary So He did not didn't Gary wanted to call it if it was within a point he wanted to call it a draw and I'm no I'm not having it even though it didn't go my way. I'm just not having it. Because I would have claimed the victory if it went the other way, so it's <laughs> just what it is. It's what it is. So I gave the goose away in the intro. So I'm going to fling this up on the screen because on my last game, which was uh Super Mario RPG remake, it scored a Shite. relatively low 84 for the for the Nintendo games, which Leaves Gary at 163. So you see that Gary's over 163 over 162 for the Vault Dwellers Fantasy Critic League. So we round up applause for our Gary. Cup, cup, cup.
1: So what I was going to say was, right, Sean, I said, see if I won by a point, I wouldn't look. That's not true. If you actually true. look, you actually look on the points, if you actually look on the other one, you know that bit, the other bit, it actually says a 1 with 1.2 points. <laughs> so, Gary is the fucking champion. Not only did he win in Raúl's fucking quiz, he now won in the first year of his fantasy league. Gary is the fucking Vault Dwellers Game Master. He is the fucking champion. <laughs> See you next time. See that week, that week, Christmas hat. Sean will just put a wee crown here instead on my head and I'll just need to sit still for the, the two hours that we do the podcast to make sure it works <laughs> because 100%. Gary is the fucking champion Sean can wipe his big Mario tears away <laughs> I, I
0: would I would put a crown on it but the crown wasn't for this, the crown was for the, the uh, prediction league so I'll wear the fucking crown and you will sit in your fucking place sir, okay so Gary Moore did win his first he's first year it. Uh, congratulations yeah, indeed. Much, Hody. Well well.
1: Hoodie very respectable as well. Well done hoodie. hundred percent. No, I've I
0: have no, i have no I've not got the screen big enough to, to fit all Hoodie's points on it, so I'm just gonna kind of have to <laughs> leave it at that. Um we are gonna make some changes <laughs> yeah. to next year. Uh we're gonna introduce Rahul for a start. Uh, Rahul is graciously accepted. Um, we're also going to increase the number of um, of packs so that it um, keeps the uh, it keeps us kind of interested throughout the year. I was a bit disappointed that we finished so early in the year. We we'd finished basically most of our packs really early. And um, and and by the way, this happened to me. Um, there was actually a large number of stuff still to re- still to be released that was late in the year that resulted in on um, the other league that I'm in, um Reecey Boy just coming up through the back of the pack and just winning the full thing. So there's definitely score thought to be had there on, on terms of picking some late picks. Um
1: You or Sunday
0: a pizza? Reesey Boy, yeah. Yeah, I reached out to him. He he yeah, I actually asked him for um for his PayPal but he um he just kinda of flame responded to my message. So I don't I don't actually know if he's got any collect but i fucking no offering it twice, so <laughs> if he doesn't keep his PayPal he's getting no fucking pizza. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh I sorry. So you know, in terms of like the the picks and stuff and, and getting Rahul in and trying to make it just a little bit more um varied. I mean you'll see um if you if you watched when I was just you know, showing the points and showing the thing on the screen, the a lot of yours, bar one of mine, um, scored, you know, over eighty points, so it's less challenging to be picking for such a small, for such a big pool of games with such a small number of players. Um, it's still a challenge. Don't get me wrong it's still a challenge. But you just have a lot more to pick for you because there's, there's only you know three years playing. That nah,
1: was
0: dead easy. It really was. There. really was. <laughs> they Um. So again, you know, I saw it on your I'll say,
2: this uh, this is such a fun thing to do. And although I'm probably the, the least active in any of the leagues that I'm in, uh, it is such an a exciting thing to listen to everybody get excited about what their games are doing. Right? Yeah. Like I said, I, I'm... I guess I'm a participant in quotes. I kind of
0: a passive pick my personality
2: player. for the year, and that's it. Like next year, we'll be the Suicide Squad, and if anybody <laughs> wants to fight me for that, which you won't, uh, have fun. I can take it. By
0: um,
1: way. you can take that. I can have that. <laughs> you, you can, you. You can okay, take first, I last, whatever. Squire.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, uh, But, like, that is such a fun thing, because if it wasn't uh, you or Gary, it was uh, Ben, Jesse, and Robin, and everybody having that constant conversation about, oh, man, oh, that's, I think this will get good. I'll drop it in the middle of the night when nobody's, like, all of those little tactics and and the the metagame that you get into with inside the game, even, of, should we conspire? Like, (laughs) those things are really fun to to watch and listen to, uh, even though... You know, whatever the outcome is, I think that we're all winners for that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, we're going to put some fun league changes, and and as the as we continue to do this over the years, um, we'll we'll keep the rules, and uh, at each person will be able to bring a new rule to the table, um, subject subject to approval, because. Uh, who do have us doing all sorts of mad things um to to, to <laughs> before we can take picks but
2: everybody has to pick the Suicide Squad.
0: That's it exactly. Right. Um <laughs> yeah. like I said, you know, I have I've floated the idea of making sure you have an empty slot as we go into December so we've got a kinda showdown pick kinda thing which I thought was quite, you know, interesting and um Gary If I may. Yeah, yeah. R- sorry to
2: interrupt, but real quick. I just want the audience to weigh in on this because I, I don't think I got a fair shake. I was laughed out of the room. I felt like a clown. It was my origin moment. I was going to turn into the Joker in the next episode. But guess what? I have faith in humanity to pull through. And you'll all agree with me. There's a rule that we have to pick one bad game. <laughs> everybody, everybody loses points on it. Hey, you know what? It's a game changer. Let me tell you what. If I had my way we'd have to pick two bad games and <laughs> neither of those games will
0: be the Suicide Squad. Anyways, continue on. I, I was, uh, it's, it's interesting as I, I just find it difficult to judge what somebody would deem as a bad game or no. Like, maybe there's like, uh, Kong. maybe Skull there's Island. no, like, obviously you could you could pluck things like that <laughs> out of fresh air, but it's, you know somebody's <laughs> got to turn and go, oh, I heard that this is a bad game, but no no, I'm with the game. You know what I mean, you could you could you could spin that a certain way. Like there's just there's too many loose ends in my in my head. But we can definitely take that on board and maybe fine tune that idea because there's, the be <laughs> there's maybe thought to be had. there's maybe thought to be had. Uh you know, I and, think and the, whereas, the
1: only thing is the only thing I would like to do is just a wee, wee summarise what I've kind of learnt for this experience is if you're Nintendo you get fucking mega points for but
0: you're si- your you were saying you that but I lost on, on my one so it's it's not I like it's 80s, I, 80s got, is good. I got Super Mario RPG 84 but every other game it's that a- apart from Atomic Heart got got above 84 so it's not like or, or Fire Emblem Engage 81 that's a Nintendo game as well Like, so I don't think you've just been lucky on what you've picked Nintendo wise with the Super Mario Bros and then obviously comparing it to Zelda like good. Zelda's going to be what is uh, Octopath as well. Like there's a few ones that that you've that you've picked. as Nintendo, but some of them at one the superstar picks like the other ones. How
1: how has is back Baldur's Gate three? Oh, yeah, never I've know. never have <laughs> any idea.
0: Not absolutely any idea. How
1: we all
2: missed that. I, I um, I'll, I'll say it is game of the year and it deserves it. Did not know the game existed until Ben said, "You want to play with me." <laughs>
0: Yeah, I didn't know until I heard it yeah, on the podcast yeah, that we, uh listening to you and it just did started talking about it and I thought, Do you know what? And Gary started messaging me about it and I was like, Yeah, I maybe I'll get it but if it wasn't for him I I generally probably wouldn't have um wouldn't have played it in in fairness. But yeah, I
1: feel, I feel like I feel like year one was very very critical. I I feel Dead Island two only got a seventy five. That yeah. I don't think that's fair. I don't think Assassin's Creed only a seventy six, I don't think that's fair, I think low 80s, I think would be fair for both of their games. I think you got a bit shafted with some of your picks. Sean got Atomic Heart, he should have only got a 50 for that, I'd have said. Right. Um, no, I definitely
0: <laughs> like, did I have Mirage? Right. Yeah, yeah, you did uh, die. Yes, no,
1: 76.
2: You know that is That is very low. Yeah. I agree, low, you're right, it? thank you. Recount. That game
1: was great. Uh, and also, also, Sean got Star Wars uh, Jedi Survivor. Now I played that game, at the end of the year so you we were probably talking about, it was about eight months in and it was still glitchy as fuck and it got an 84 <laughs> it's like how does that game get an 84 uh, how? how if we're if
0: are if we're, if, we're, if we're picking people's stuff we'll just say gary should have get a zero at one point it's just one of the things, Gary. you can you go to take your losses here
1: that was my summarize i'm just summarizing the some of the games that i was looking at i was quite quite surprised i mean ah i don't know it was was a good year i mean i went i went for the fucking slam dunk with cyberpunk i mean that was a 50 50. that could have i could have fucking shat the bed and i got an 89 for that yeah especially at Um, that
0: at that point of the when you picked it you know you picked it right you've got to remember we did these in january so and that was one of your draft picks so um it's it's definitely it's a good show. some
1: of the big games that we missed, like that one that I was looking at recently was Alan Wake Two, that got like eighty nine or a ninety. It was around about bit there. Um, yeah. Street Fighter was what a high ninety as well. Aye. No, I, um, I definitely. I missed... was the other one we said, Baldur's Gate. Baldur's, Baldur's Gate. I that as well. I think
0: a lot of these games, um in terms of missing it on them, is was because of the the limited number of picks that that we've got. You know, we have yeah. pretty much had the full card. I had a full card within you know the first couple of weeks, weeks and then that was it it's yep. done kind of thing Um I picked up Mortal Kombat on another on my other league Um I just don't have the space for for it on this one because you're, you're talking about dropping you know things that you think are going to be absolute bangers to make yep. room for something that you're totally unsure about you know um, mm-hmm. Uh that's that's I mean, just what it is
2: that's part of that meta game that I'm talking about that I I mm-hmm. really think is the fun of it of oh man like oh we didn't we missed all these big titles and part of it is i mean for me i'll speak personally it's like i'm picking the games that i believe in because those are the games i would play right and it is i don't know anything about alan Wake 2 and then it's turning out to be like oh look at 10 10 10 10 but i wouldn't have picked that because i had my own personal bias against it but then it is can you get past that in certain aspects like should i have dropped super mario rpg kind of thing for an Alan wake even though i had no clue what that was because i wouldn't play it right like that idea yeah, i think is yeah. a fun aspect to it where you know like <laughs> i keep bringing up the suicide squad is going to inevitably be my game of the year at some point whenever it decides to come out but like that was on my list <laughs> All year, because I, I believed in that game. I still yeah. believe in that game. I want yeah. this game yeah. to be amazing. I'm excited for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have no idea what it's like to be in a world where everybody hates this game except me. <laughs> so it's yeah. like watching no, that I, I really delayed, appreciate that. Well, yeah, like watching that game get delayed, I was like, I'm, I mean, I'm glad for the devs to take as much time as they need or whatever. I don't want anybody to suffer to make a game, but it is like... Oh, man, I don't know what to replace it with because I haven't been keeping up on games that way because I believed in these ones in the beginning, because that's the other thing of, like, catch up in playing this where it is, well, shit, it's so close. Do I do I pop in like a Baldur's Gate? Like, I don't know anything about it, but it is getting uproar or you then hear from word of mouth like uh, Ben and Gary did for you and iMac of like, oh, you should play this game. But the game's already come out, so now you can't even grab that. Like, yeah.
3: that's.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hi, high risk, high reward kind of thing is uh, exciting
1: about playing this every year. Yeah, that yeah, happened I to do, me I like
0: High Fire Rush, too.
1: I do appreciate yeah, the way yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you did it, Hoodie. i said say that from the start. I did like it. You've you your heart in your sleeve. I mean, even now, you've still got the Plucky Squire in your picks. Even better doubt. <laughs> You're, you're like, I'll take the <laughs> no. zero points, I'll take the zero points for Flucky Squire because yeah. I believe that much. <laughs> I do! Disney Illusion Island, shut up! You know one game as well, one game that it's no really to do with the list but do you know one game that I feel it just came out and just got like forgot about it was in the kind of like the media for about two weeks and then I just don't see it and Starfield, you know I'd, even in the game awards I just see nothing for Starfield nothing i don't even remember seeing it yeah. on the list or nothing i don't know i just feel like it's kind of came in fucking away yeah
2: it's weird. i think that was uh that was one of those games that i've been listening to jesse and gage talk about about uh, quite quite a bit and it is like uh if you love it you love it if you don't love it you never talk about it and it doesn't exist uh kind of thing and i think there is <laughs> one side of those two arguments that definitely outweighed the other. Uh, I think you can guess which one it
1: was. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. Interesting, it's been an interesting year. Ah, it's been oh, a good yeah. year. Games. Good. Been a good, good year. year, yeah. yeah
0: definitely. it yeah. be good to see uh how next year uh, pans out. I'll be still stuck playing all these games for this year if once I finally finish. <laughs> yeah. For
1: last year. Oh, those FIFA <laughs> I finish games space. for last year? Yeah, 100%. they later.
0: They'll still still go- I've still, as you just mentioned there, Staffield, I've still got that and I, I can't jump through, through this border to get straight into that, it's just too much. So I'll play some other stuff and maybe start that next year but um, I definitely it was a good, good um, thing to start this for the Folk Dwellers and as I say we'll get um, Rahul in the mix um, next year. Um, which I'm looking forward to just getting him in. Um I think it'll be uh yeah. think it be a fun one to get these new rules in as well and and expand the uh, selections and, and just yeah, it's a bit of fun. Um yeah. as as I mentioned as well. Obviously we'll get Ben uh in for an episode. Um but, um Gary already mentioned off the back up I think how they had already said that actually, it was um in a review of of the Spider Man two, I think it was, once me and Gary have yes. Um, get our uh, hands on it and, and, and played there's it a, over the breaks. There's or... a
2: fun twist to that too oh we are, we're, to we're hoping to uh, make it less of a review and more of a debate because <laughs> uh, oh. Ben and I have very different opinions <laughs>
0: That's all right. That's all right. That's. Wait for that's, bit, that's, wait
2: for
0: that's exactly. Uh, that's exactly what the vote Girls Is all about is uh, different things, different opinions. Um. So yeah, absolutely. Um. Check us out in the new year, and we'll uh, definitely try and get something. Uh, if it's no, I'm. 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 I'm positive. I was right when I, the crown was definitely for the for the other thing. When we need to get something I for this. I can't but, remember. I can't I mean,
1: we need to get something for this. So yeah, uh, Gary. Gary won a game trophy. Gary
0: um, won a good trophy. I, I heard, I heard they sell them. I, <laughs> Gary makes some himself.
1: Gary, Gary two trophies. I've got a soul back in this. It's fucking old podcast on my shoulders. <laughs> <Okay>. you,
0: are, <laughs> oh, you fucking. No, you hard as a para. Right, so we will move on <laughs> to the main event. And as a review, you've, you, I'm sure you've you've all been waiting with bated breath. I know, 25 minutes in. We're gonna start talking a wee bit about home alone too. Um so before we get started, we've got something to issue. Gary Mill's gonna lead the charge. We're gonna to have to issue an apology based on the first uh review of or the review, sorry, of of the first Home Alone film. So here it is, an apology to the wet and sticky bandits.
1: But I like to take this moment to Apologise for me and the other two vault dwellers for our poor um, lack of information on the Wet Bandits um, for Home Alone One. Uh, we did not mean to not speak about them, um, even though they're a total intricate part of the entire movie. Without the sticky uh, the Wet Bandits, I apologise, um, there would be no movie. Um, <laughs> It would just be Kevin stuck in the house for a couple of days uh, with nothing (laughs) happening, so uh, I really apologise that we never talked about um, um, the Wet Bandits, and we hope to rectify this and our Home Alone 2 review, so I hope everybody's ready for some stickiness. I wasn't there. (laughs) You You have to make them wet, and then it gets all sticky. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so let's kick things off. I want to ask just uh I asked the room I asked the room. What is our um what is our history with this film? Now, I'll I'll kick off just quickly because <clears throat> video uh watchers will soon see that I'm gonna disappear for approximately a minute uh <laughs> whilst these two filled some time. Um but basically I have um I think I don't Recall this film, whatsoever. In terms of going, I always, I always remember bits awesome. about the first film. I don't remember this film, mm. so I'm going to say that I have seen this. I could probably count with one hand how many times I've seen the second Home Alone because I just don't, I just don't have that kind of thing with with Home Alone films. So I don't really have like a grand history. Way. I know that it was in New York. I just don't have that same kind of memory as as I'm hoping. That you two have now I know obviously it loses its luster as we go through the Home Alone series. The first one's the absolute of of classic, but um Gary, why don't you start mate and for, and then throw it to hoodie when you're done? But your history with this with this film, I know you're a big fan of the first one. Does, does the second one weigh up as much for you, or do you, you know, care about it just as just as much, know as much? Like what's the squad? Have, I've
1: never
0: seen it. <laughs> <laughs> long <Love.
1: laughs> Uh, no, Home Alone 2, Sean's talking shite, you know what I mean? He's had a dramatic childhood, we've all learned this, he used to run about chasing pigeons and shit like that, so he's just feeling like Home Alone 2 is a bit hitting hard to home. Um, home Alone 2 is, he, I, I always say this, you can't talk about Home Alone 1 when we talk about Home Alone 2. They're intricate each other. They're the same film, and they just I say Home Alone and I mean 1 and 2. I don't mean just the first one. Home Alone 2 is Always been in my life ever since I ever, ever since I, I could even recall watching Christmas movies. Um, I've always Home Alone One and Two has always been that category of must watch before Christmas. Um, and I I actually watched it today uh, to finish it, but it was actually the second time I've watched it um, this month. Um, and that's has been me. I I've, it's always been a must watch for me. Who what about yourself for Home Alone Two?
2: I so I love. Home Alone 2 probably equal to Home Alone 1. Where, as a kid, these were like a back-to-back feature, right? You just watch them as Mm -hmm. if they're one long movie. Because I think what this movie does so well is takes the concept of the first one, slightly changes it, and it's just enough where it's like being played in reverse and you don't notice uh, (laughs) until it's over. Like, it's just does sequel so well (laughs) put that on a shirt does sequel so well uh (laughs) i i love everything about it like as a kid watching kevin make all these insane traps in his house was one thing but now he's got the whole city and he's going to giant toy stores and like all of these different ideas that they bring in were so exciting and cool and like this was like uh (laughs) This was my mission impossible as a child, right? Like mm-hmm. being lost in a city to me was such a cool thing. Like when I'd go on trips, I thought, you know what? I hope mom and I get separated on this plane because I'm about to be a Kevin. Uh, <laughs> so I I really, really love this. I think it is just a classic, the same level as the first one. And in many ways, I I look at it and I think, God, do I love this more sometimes every time? I want? Like I watched it uh just last night for this uh again Mm -hmm. like i would anyways for the holiday season but i was getting to the uh, future spoilers but getting to the emotional bits with with pigeon lady (laughs) and it was very much like this is hitting harder for me here than it does when he uh talks to the neighbor at the church like there's something that is so well developed about her that i don't always feel with uh the In the first one i think uh it does just a great job at like i said taking those same things beat for beat but playing them in reverse somehow uh and i love that about it and i have you know what never never gets tiring i, I never watch this movie and i think i've watched it one too many times i sit there and i'm like i'm watching it for the first time <laughs> every single year it's great Yep,
1: yep. exact same as i said i watched it three weeks ago and then I watched it yesterday in the day. Um, finished it and as as you said, that you don't you never get bored of this. I could watch this film about oh. five times a year, I think. Um you yeah. know, wouldn't get bored of it? It's yeah, you summed it up perfectly there. Absolutely perfectly. And Mr. Mac just wants to be the big pigeon woman.
0: I don't know what <laughs> I don't know how you can be wrong by saying that I haven't only watched it five times. Nobody they fucking said any different? I've just I don't I don't know, it's nothing that rang way how many times <laughs> that you've watched something i kinda really, five times this year i can't really be rang about it i'm obviously not living my life right anyway so opening segments if you're not uh,
2: able to quote scenes beat for beat you know what word for word you ain't living your life right
0: you know, um, the I'm, clo- <laughs> I'm, cl- I'm close to just letting this keep recorded and just going to bed to be honest just like used to talking about this one <laughs> <all>, but anyway <laughs> anyway.
2: Rob Schneider is Mr
0: Garrett' uh, <laughs> that is a carrot <laughs> uh, aye so um, I've split the I've, we've split this kind of discussion review whatever and it's, you know multiple um, multiple pieces and I've just kind of took some kind of quick Notes and stuff as we um, look at the different elements of, the, of this film versus the first one. Obviously, it's hard not to compare. Um, just obviously with the the fact that it's very very close. As what they says it's you know very very close beats that they're hitting, um, and that very in that opening scene in terms of the setups. You know why is everybody mad at Kevin again? <laughs> that grang and. How does he end up away in the other room, and you almost think that it's going to happen again? You know, clearly you just don't. You's, you watch it every fucking day, apparently. But you know, when when <laughs> when, when you're when you're watching, you think you're watching. You know, surely it's not going to happen. Surely it's not going to happen again. And um, I I just thought it was quite it was quite good to to click it to to put it on and see like just some of the kind of hallmark nineties. Things that they like, you know that kind of opening. You know that my first notice that kind of long nineties opening card. Like it, just nothing was kind of happening. You don't really get that anymore. Like people just want to. You want they want like in right away. Whereas this film can can just take its time and let you go in before unveiling the absolute chaos. That exact the same thing happened this last year with the house. Everybody just ran about the fucking house, crazy. Um, again, as they. You know, get ready for going to um is, is this kind of recital night, however, and um I just wanted this to, to start just be talking about uh, he's probably fucking love him, right, but in these opening scenes he's just a kid, obviously, but how fucking annoying is this wee guy, right, Kevin? We oh, all used like. The, the, the mum keeps asking questions and then he just records his answer and then plays it back to her. And then, rather than just playing yes again, records yourself saying yes again, and then plays it again. You're like, You're, I fucking can see why I don't even know why anybody's coming to your recital. Like, you're just, you're fucking annoying. Anyway, so the, f- the fact that he's, he's setting up all these different things I thought was quite, quite funny. It's quite cute the way that they're kind of, you know, going about the recording and the, the, different thing about the, the pervert thing, you know, he's trying to record his his uncle and all that. Like I thought that was absolute class. Like just rid- ridiculous the the amount of kinda of different stuff. But um you know, the, the alarm getting, getting disconnected again, you know, I don't know how they managed to to do that, but he just, it's just—it's just kind of funny. Like I'm sure we've all been there, you know, in terms of I'm um, plugging something that you've not meant to plug in, and all of a sudden it's fucking—you can just see it flashing out to your thing. Oh, here we fucking go again. Um, but you know, the, the first thing I wanted to kind of hone in on—I'm I'm broadly brushing on some things—and please feel free to go back, right? But why does it cover the fact as to why Buzz, this almost grown man? Was in singing with the rest of these Wayne's and what was funny about holding the lights behind his ears, that that they all started laughing about. Like, am I missing that? Like, as an expert of the topic, you guys, I'm um, hoping should be able to answer. But like, what's what's the score with that? Is it just the whole school? Like, that wasn't the whole school. That was it there? Like, does it even does it mention that? Or is it just he's the arsehole brother, and he just happens to be there next to Kevin?
2: I I, I know Gary's the American here, but. <laughs> if I had to, like, venture <laughs> what American culture would say about this. I think there is a big disconnect in why he's there. Because I also don't understand he would not be in that uh, <laughs> The group or uh, in there. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm thinking Kevin's, like, in elementary school, which I mm. don't know what it'd be for y'all. But, like, he's not... He should not be in high school with, with Buzz. And Buzz wouldn't be in this. And it's not like... It's clearly at a school, right? That's what we yeah, established yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah, not I, I. like a church choir. Yeah, yeah. like, I don't understand why no, he is there. You're it right. It, yeah, I mean, it could be. You're right. It could be. It didn't feel like it every time I've watched it, but, you know, mm. they, they don't mm. mention mm-hmm. it outright, I don't think. So it is like, okay, you shouldn't be there. But, yeah, my bigger hang-up is on why everybody is laughing at this. Like, yeah, I... nothing about that's funny. And also, no. you're all adults. And this, like... 30-year-old man is bullying this 9-year-old <laughs> kid. <laughs> why, are you, why are you all urging this? I don't understand. If it was like the family laughing at Kevin, that's more understandable. But you've got an entire auditorium just taking out their shit on this kid, and then they all get upset when he pushes him over. Uh, Listen. Uh. Alright, I, I get it. Buzz is a snot he's very talented at being one he's great at it but like you're telling me no everybody else is like thinking this guy is the champion quarterback of a football team when he fucking puts two light bulbs behind a kid's ears like it's not even a good joke it would be funnier if he was like making faces or something well i don't even get it you're right listen listen man that's my biggest problem with
0: this movie that one scene just that one just that one scene i'm sure there's, there's a few i mean even jillian was was um weighing in with a, with a few uh a few uh comments um so I'll, I'll pepper hers in uh as we as we go through but um I, no i had the same kind of um hang up like especially with buzz in in that scene uh you know when he's he's saying his apology and the whole family just like <laughs> Just like accepts it, and they're like, "Oh, that's such yeah. such a big, it's such a big thing of you." Like, no, like I mean, how could you do that to your, you know, to your brother during his solo <laughs> that everybody was like waking each other up for and preparing <laughs> for and all that kind of stuff, and then suddenly like it was this big laugh to um to to then just take the piss out of for um for it. So, um, no, I'm I'm with you uh on that, and obviously I mean it's it does set up a few things because he obviously you know, they're trying to talk Kevin and Kevin's smarter than any of them, give him credit for it, and he's like not in a minute, like couldn't use to see like what he's fucking didn't like obviously with it without the swearing as much as I would say this film definitely um notches it up a wee bit in terms of the maturity um side. I don't know if he was kinda pick up on that as well, you know, and to hit the drought's never a... but in terms of like, you know, that, that line you know, talk about his um his uncle with the uh, um you know no, nosy little pervert i'm gonna slap you silly kind of thing like yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. it definitely is a step up for like what he was recording or what he was doing in the in the first um film um and then obviously you know we we hit the same beats where the camera pans and everybody's looking at kevin uh you know we we got the we got the just joke again for the for the we uh his cousin or whatever that he's he, he's sat and drinking his juice <laughs> He's just and he's talking about that he has to sleep with him and, and things like that. Um and as I mentioned Jillian did have some comments and Mrs. Mack she she mentioned because uh, obviously once once everybody kinda sleeps in, um, which is you know as we're getting to near the end of these opening uh, segments, um you know, role, like, who is this unprepared going to the airport? Because they really, they, it seems as if like the last thing you would want to do is wake up and then get yourself sorted and go. But they're all running yeah. about and trying to do like a million and one things to, yeah. to get ready. And yeah. it's just, there's, they're just not quite prepared. Um, which yeah. obviously it's, it's a it's a comedy in, it's, in itself, you know, they thief had the duck out and everybody. And all of a sudden, Kevin's in the front of the van. Like, I'm it's, just, it's class. Um, a, a good a good spin on it because you obviously think well surely they'll not be able to do it again, um, and they obviously come up with some <laughs> crea- creative ways to to um to to make that happen. So um, I'm curious, Gary. Obviously, um, who he's mentioned has one sure, Issue. I'm sure he's got many, more things to to touch on on these um, opening no. scenes before we leave to the to the airport. But <laughs> <laughs> none, not at all. Uh, definitely um, no distracting whatsoever. Um. So, er, er, Gary. What's uh? Which, your thoughts on the on the opening segments?
1: So I I, I really like the part when he's actually get when the the family are back in and it's almost like the jury, you know, and Buzz is doing the smart arse like, oh, I'm so sorry to my entire family, like I just had to day apologize to everybody for the Wet Bandits uh, that were missing last season, uh, last uh, Review, um, you know, I really like that because it just shows you how that the family don't understand Kevin's maturity because they, they think he's just a wee stupid boy, you know, and he's just that he's he's that be, being being a younger sibling. Uh, I mean, all, all my family are older than me, I, I was the baby, so being the baby was always the one was getting in trouble was always the one, Mum, he's annoying me! Mum, he's doing this! And they could back it up when I was just a stupid wee boy, you know? And I've been in that situation, so seeing that and him going like, like, saying, oh, I'm so sorry to everybody. Oh, Kevin, you're a wee arse licker or trout sniffer, whatever it says to you, know? you know what I mean? Um, you know, and that, that's exactly what siblings date each other, you know? Oh, mum, I'm so sorry, then they'll come by and they'll punch you again, then you go mental, you know? That's, that's it just, it's so good, well done, you can tell people have made this, it's like, that is fucking what siblings date each other, 100%, 110%, um, and I do love, I do love all the, the it's just pure callbacks to this fella, this is all this is, I just mean, who do you say that is one and two, I, I just see them as, as how do you say, a full feature film. They're just the exact same film, but it's the callback to the the same music playing as well. You know, in the morning it's that, you know, uh, when the, the fucking alarm comes out again and the stuff like that, everybody keeps hitting that statue again. You know, it's all the wee callbacks to the first film that I just absolutely love, um, and I, I I love the opening segment. I, I agree. Um, I, I imagine it must be a church because Buzz is, as they say, they're about 30 years old and Kevin's like 6 or something <laughs> um, so uh, there's no reason that they should be going to school together uh, and I have to say, the only person in that hall, the only two people in that hall are actually normal human beings was Kevin's mum and Kevin's dad and the piano woman because none of them were laughing <laughs> <laughs> everybody else were gutting themselves <laughs> laughing for a shit joke. <laughs> Aye. Aye. I
0: liked uh, I liked the um the uncle's uh, comment that com- I, I didn't even write it down, it just came back out of my head that way. Or the exchange between Kevin and the uncle. Um, where it's like, Oh don't you ruin this holiday your dad's paid enough money for it and you know, and he's just like, Oh, what would you know, like Mr. Cheapskate and all that and, and he's Aye. he's not <laughs> way that like, it's probably, cause it just it definitely brings back that tightness that um, that the, the uncle was and um just just you know how, how much like they obviously have a disdain for each other um uh, he just thinks Aye. probably he's 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 getting all to sell the uncle so he's thinking i can't really asked for these wins anymore and kevin's just a smart ass get an answer for everything <laughs> uh type thing that, yeah. that was a
1: good retaliation for his uh this jerk one last the last uh, one you know Aye look what you did you little jerk sure. aye aye yeah uh, that was a, that was a good retort for that he kept it in for a full film and then retorted <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah aye, 100% aye. that was a full year for me but he, he uh, held that back <laughs> 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 yeah. I, which is it's a good point in itself that it was you know a year later that i watched you know between the first and the and the second one and so you know and that and it's been a year you know and uh and the in that in that universe um so i could can i get just timer. ask
1: I, I don't i don't know if that's the what you would want to talk about closing scene but mm. do you do you see this as something you'd watch me often do no 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 <laughs> you don't, you just think first first is the the one and the second is just me. Eh, the way you're gone
0: i don't know i don't i don't really have like a like I, like this Christmas we've, we've watched the second one. I didn't watch the first one. Next year I might not watch either of them. I don't have like a. Mm-hmm. You don't, don't have a must watch list. No, I don't. I don't, I don't. I watched a few films this year that I've never watched. At Christmas, obviously that's been one of them. But you know, I watched the uh, Muppets one, which I haven't seen since I was wee. Um, and I watched the uh, jingle All the Way, which I think I've only watched once before. Um, no. my, I, like growing up i don't know if we really watched a lot of christmas movies like especially of the kind of classical ones whatever i don't know what i done when i was younger but i don't know what i don't genuinely but um i like like we watched like the the Grench and elf and i like other santa claus films and and there's um christmas with the, the cranks whatever it is is like one of my Favorite ones because it's just with the Tim Allen and things. I, maybe I'm just a big fucking Tim Allen Christmas fan. I don't know, but uh, I just I like that film. As I said, I like the the Santa Claus ones. Um, I watched uh, the only
1: problem with Santa Claus films is the first like fifteen minutes they just get like, Santa's not reason, I oh no hundred uh, it's the for movie you, you're like, like,
0: you. Shut up. I don't know <laughs> that my friend actually. Oh, I see my friend a guy walk Um, he. He was watching the other film I've watched, which is the Christmas Chronicle. Um, he was watching that. we when, uh, when she's really young, um, but she's she like sits and like really pays attention and is talking about different things and no quite grasping that when she watched like a different film that she's watching. So she's watched like Santa Claus and then she's watching this film and she's saying, "Hey, like." I'm like oh where's the elves you know like because she's thinking like for the, where's the elves feel like the last film you aye, know it turns out like, aye, of, like where, where's where's Santa's elves and stuff and and that and that film the um, the brother obviously keeps talking about the oh Santa's no real Santa's not real whatever else and and so she, she was kind of picking up on on that and asking different things about that but you know he's able to obviously talk his way with it you know and things so it's 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 easy enough to to talk your way around it I'm sure creative ways to. To say like oh well that means he's not going to get that and then it's just a line underneath it but um, I get that yeah. you don't even want to like open that one day like it's just oh, it's just not, it's just not no, even not even worth it for what? for the sake of what it is. Um, sorry, I, I totally. No, it's all right. We have steal for, the conversation. with my failing memory, it's hard to get back on the tracks. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't think. Uh, just obviously. T- to to your question, I don't have an issue with the with the with the film. It's not like ah, oh, Home Alone I don't like them or anything like that. I just I just yeah. don't have as uh, like the way that you have like obviously growing up. you watched it, must have watched it a lot. Um, the class films, but it's just uh because I haven't watched them so much. Like they don't, they, I don't have like that kind of affinity for them. So there's a lot of yeah. things that is more very much more aimed at kids, which we'll get into. Um later. Um but uh so I probably just a different take on some of the scenes than what you would, which I think only keeps things interesting, um that, that we've got two super fans and somebody that's watched it less less than three times probably. Um who do opening segments before we get, get to the airport, do you have any other wee bits and pieces that you want to uh, mention or your favourite bits of it?
2: Yeah, I think uh, one of the bigger ones is, like, the reset of mentality was something that annoyed me as a kid of, like, why, why don't you respect Kevin? You know what he did? Yeah. Do you have any clue Not, what he yeah. went through? That traumatic event? Like, come on. Why are you guys treating him like this? And then as I get older, I'm realizing families don't give a shit about your trauma no they don't care what you go through <laughs> they don't care about your mental state if you're having a breakdown they're like just come on get over it right like that's how families work and i think
0: so have I you, have if you if more
2: of appreciation uh,
0: what have you literally just like made your point and also resolved it in the same sentence there where you're like do you know what what's their problem actually this is why they actually it's actually pretty accurate <laughs> well
2: that's yeah that's what i'm saying yeah. as a kid i thought for a long time like why, why don't they, you know, treat him with more respect? He should have, like, tons of candy or whatever, and like I said, as I've <laughs> been getting older, it is realizing they don't give a shit, right? And and yeah. so, I've yeah. had a uh, stronger appreciation for how they write this movie, where it is, like Gary said, I, I don't have siblings, so he speaks to it better of, well, I was the youngest, and man, the things that my older siblings could get away with, right? Like, that connection of oh okay that makes sense because like i said when i was a kid this movie frustrated the hell out of me of like what he should be a king he should be escorted in like a fucking mm-hmm. golden mm-hmm. Uh, like carriage like why why are they do you even he went to world war four you don't even understand he yeah. took on the wet bandits yeah. Uh, yeah. And, but they're yeah like not... watching it
1: what, yeah. That's something that's actually something I took away from watching it. Like that, these last two times I'm thinking to myself, little watching it, and just that's just obvious. It just it seems obvious, but I'm just thinking to myself, like Nadine actually knows like what he got up to. Like I just yeah. I assume that like he's not told anybody. He's not said, by the way, see when I was here and you were there, these guys came try to rob the house. He's just like totally pretended that never happened and whatever else, and they just think. For the two days, he just stayed in the house, never done it. And, you know, and it's it's it wasn't until later. Actually, the last couple of times, I'm like, what a strange concept that he Aye. just like didn't ever say that. Never said. By the way. <laughs> it's almost like yeah.
0: uh, that Phineas and Ferb, like Perry the Platypus thing, like where you just don't even know what Perry gets up to. He's just going away, and he's the superhero, and he's going into other things. You've just no na- idea the what what we've actually got here and uh and Kevin and what he can what he can do or what you know how how actual clever he is and and that spans right through this even this film to you know near the near the end of this film because they think he's just going to be sitting there in the in the airport when he's actually like you know away in a different city and up to up to absolutely no good um as usual um i it's, it's, it's crazy um they touched on quite a lot of good points there in terms of like what 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 must what like why has not like not changed like that reset that whatever else like it's crazy that they even let it get to the point where they go into the car before they realized that kevin like potentially wasn't there again like you would think like <laughs> <laughs> you would think that the mum would be like right my number one priority is to make sure that kevin is by my side this whole entire time oh, until I we get to I mean, like where I mean, we're right. going like you would just, I. You would just think that that would be the that would be the case, rather than letting them, uh, you know, forgetting them again. If you like, um, obviously, I mean, I know that the the camera, sorry, the camera, the alarm, and Disney not go off, and they're rushing about, and their minds are all other place. But even still, you know, she's a mum yeah you know, <laughs> she, she, well. she, she should. Well, I exactly, by I title, by title, um, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. more than anything else. Um, but I uh, so, um, how do I don't know if we if we end up cutting any of your uh closing points there off before we get to the airport?
2: Oh, no, I'm not good,
0: not all good. Um, so again, the, the airport, um, I find it's quite uh, an interesting um thing in itself, and it doesn't span for, for too long but some pretty big um, hitting points happen now. um pre uh, 9-11 or not it's just, just a lot of weird oh. things happening here <laughs> you know what I mean just a lot of things happening here that's yeah. just like However, the fuck is this supposed to happen? You know, the 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 general gist. Um, for those, I, I'm not even going to say for those who haven't seen it, because there's the only way that anybody's even watched it is little fewer number as me than and uh, uh, or has never than, never seen it. But um, you know, Kevin and the airport. I thought it was quite a, a kind of non non genius and <laughs> and its entirety because there's some fucking wacky shit that goes on here. But um, the fact that you know he's he's chasing, he's get distracted. Uh, with the batteries and suddenly, you know, chasing the right person and, and I think they actually did a good few, you know, speaking technically, they did a, f- a few good kind of camera shots initially that makes you kind of see like, you know, because I was kind of distracted watching and at that point myself because I was watching something else um, at the time that was going on, I was watching a game of football actually on my, on my phone but so maybe I missed the fact that it's quite clearly not him that he's chasing at that very first moment um, but obviously when he arrives, uh, when the dad arrives and in um, at the the gate, and and you can still see Kevin chasing somebody else. You're like, oh shit, he's fucking off on a mad one here. Um, chasing somebody else into another, but and then obviously the guy the guy makes it through. He's shouting on him. He can't hear him and bumps into the woman. And after giving the boarding pass, and suddenly no, the boarding passes are on the floor. Uh, are you definitely supposed to be on this? Aye, ah, yeah, that's my dad. And she just fucking takes him on the plane. Aye, ah, there he's there. Doesn't he approach the guy? and just says to him, just find, just find an empty seat, like, not don't find <laughs> your seat, just find an empty seat, yeah. and it's like, what the fuck, what do you mean, just find an empty seat, like, this kid could be fucking anything, um, so, I, I just think it's, it's, it's funny in that sense, in, in terms of, um, you know, how, how we get him on the plane, and then obviously, you know, he's putting his headphones in, so he, even he doesn't realise where he's gone, um, which, you know, is funny, funny, and funny it's saying, right, <laughs> I, I love that I
1: absolutely love that. The guy beside him, the guy starts
0: speaking in French. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <Aye. toes> <laughs> <laughs> Aye, I loved, I loved that. Um, you know, and 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 taking that to the the opposite side. You know, we'll extend the airport to the the opposite side of the airport as well. When when the the discoveries is um is not there. also she has their moments in the moments and the. In the air, where she's you know, having that, I just feel like we're missing something, which is in the first film, the shots, the camera shots where the, you see the plane and you're just kind of half expecting that Kevin to kind of happen again, which obviously clearly wouldn't happen because she thinks that he's on the plane, even though she, she doesn't wait to see again, doesn't wait to see if everybody's on the plane. They just, I don't know, no, no we've sorted, we've sorted, just you fucking get on the plane, like a mad woman. Um, you know, she's on the plane and then at the other side they're passing the wee get Ke- wee Kevin's bag up and down the chain and every single, you know, the wee guys, like the wee uh, cousin whatever whatever's like, Kevin's not here and everybody nonchalantly is like, Kevin's not here, Kevin's not here, Kevin's not here, you are know, like what nobody thinks to go like, what do you mean fucking Kevin's not here until eventually it gets to the mum like, oh what do you mean fucking Kevin's not here and everybody freaks out again so, I just, I loved that, I loved that that's how they decided to like... Introduce that element because you can see the chaos. Like everyone knows how stressful it is trying to get bags, um, like at a baggage claim, or whatever. Like so, you can see like why like the parents would be like so distracted by it, like because they're like right bags, then I hate bags, then out here type thing. Um, but I I loved I loved how they set the the scene, um, on that and again, you've got to just kind of suspend um disbelief like. A lot of the rest of the film, um, mm-hmm. that this would even be possible with the airport security um, at all.
1: I think, I think this film is a total time catch. So as you said, pre nine eleven. You know, I remember getting in a plane when it was, it was before nine eleven. Maybe it was two thousand ten, whatever. Um, we went on our first holiday, and I remember you only got one security check, and you were through. That was you, like through your plane. See, the last time I went on holiday, I had four four security checks, you know what I mean. It just that could not happen nowadays. It just, it just there was got too many checks. And can I just say also, Kevin's mum and dad are the poorest parents I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> because as you said, they forgot their child last year. The same shits happening this this year. Not only did they get to that ticket woman, no, not only did they run away from him in the airport. They got up to the ticket woman and the mum doesn't go. Do you know? See for a minute. Let me see if all my wains are here. No, it's just because I fuck it. You know what? I, I, you deal with it. I'm away with the planet to go and sit in my first class. <laughs> fuck the wains again. <laughs> you know? And <laughs> I just like, at some point, somebody's got to take responsibility here. <laughs> 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 I, I do think it was a great setup right at the start when they get to the airport. He's, he's badging his dad. His dad's like trying to say to the guy, Look where we're we going, we're related. Like, you know, I've been in that situation. Literally, my last holiday last year, we got to the, the, our transfer, never turned up to take us to the airport. And we were literally fucking running through the airport like that, um, like mad. It, we, we got on a plane. We were the only people that weren't on the plane. And oh, it was mental. So I've, I've totally been in that stressful situation, and I love how Kevin's like, Dad, 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 I need this, I need this, I need this, I need, this, I need batteries. And he's like, oh, fucking, just take my bag, just take my bag. Like, you deal with that, take that. And then, then it just goes, all right, so now Kevin's got his bag, so Kevin's Aye. got his money. Aye. Now Kevin's got his credit cards. Aye. You know, he's got all the stuff that he needs to survive um, to himself, which is a nice um, set up for him obviously missing. Um, his plane and going on a different plane. Um, but I I, I do like the airport and that that scream as you were talking about. Kevin's still here. Kevin's not here. Kevin's still here. And it gets to the mum and the way she screams is the second best reaction in this franchise. The first first best reaction is always my favourite. Is when Marv gets the tarantula put in his face. I fucking love his scream. He just screams. (laughs) Do you know why? Because that's the way my wife would scream if you put a tarantula on her face. And every time he screams, I'm like, that just seems so fucking real. Um, (laughs) It just, you you can't I couldn't even scream like that. Like, just, it's amazing. And the way his mum screams at it, and I love the way she screams, then just looks about and then just faints. Like, fuck me, this has happened again. Um, (laughs) It's it's perfect, perfect. I I, I love this, um, I love the scene. The airport scene. What
0: about yourself, Hoodie? Or Sean. <laughs> I I just reset I'll just reset my camera. I don't know if, if, if we've lost it flows for a wee minute there. Um but uh I, I can't remember if this happens uh, It probably happens like as we get into the um Hoodie's H- H- muted um, at the minute, just to so we'll will yeah. we'll just keep going and and, and cutting back in when he comes back. But um when I was um when I was watching this, obviously there's a a part. I'm not again. I'm not sure if this is still still set in the airport, but I, th- I think it might be. We might, I might be jumping ahead ever so slightly, but they obviously um go to the 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 police and, and start talking to the police. So that I don't know if it's the police in the airport or whatever. But they're obviously like you know kind of joking about like that it's happened again. Like you know, as if I went missing again, and it's like well, <laughs> actually I it has it a year ago we done this, you know. It's like. It's like seriously, like uh, really. Like,
1: and they go, "This is turning into our tradition." Knock on wood, you know uh, exactly. <laughs> I,
0: yeah, it actually happens every year. Hey, you know, uh you know the fact that they're laughing, um, like, "Oh, well, we've never lost a bag, but we always lose our son." You know, and it's just like Jesus <laughs> Christ, I man! What a fucking lie. That,
1: that, that's where that police officer should went right. Well. I'm just reporting this to social services. <laughs> um, so <laughs> expect, uh,
0: expect a expect we confirmed it to come at your door uh, and you are fucking getting the wings ripped right after you. hundred percent. hundred percent. that's just and, and, and it'd be well deserved. <laughs> uh Woody, sorry, we 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 threw that to you there, no realising the apologies saying uh, that you were quickly on mute um, before we before we move on for the airport scenes, do you have anything to pick to on? Pick up on that we've maybe um, skipped over, what was your kind of highlights of the of the airport and the setups that we came across here?
2: I think you all nailed it. I, I mean, everything in that scene is <laughs> very much like, Ooh, this would not pass to it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I was very much watching it being like, uh, find a seat. Listen, if I picked first class or just <laughs> in coach the front row, I would be yelled at. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works, but okay. Yeah, uh, but yeah I, I think once we get out of the first you know, bit of this movie is where it starts to kick in the most, but I like that they do get to the point where, I, at least when I was watching this as a kid, I see him going after the dad and then the switch up and I'm like oh yeah he's still going after his dad like that was a plot like that yeah. was a plot twist in my head yeah uh, that I didn't see coming at the time right and then when I'm watching it now I'm like well clearly that's not the dad but yeah. when I when I was growing up I was like what holy shit that's how they get him yeah. lost to New York that's crazy <laughs>
0: <laughs> love it yeah. love it yeah. I like that. I like that. Um so I so we uh, obviously we leave leave the, the airport scene I was saying Kevin's arriving at New York and he's kinda bit of going where the where the fuck is everybody and eventually obviously because he's been kinda of looking at the different things he, he realizes like what it is that's across the Across the water, um, for a moment, think does he see the the plaza, the actual hotel that he's been like dreaming about or seeing there? Verts on, I can't remember which. I think, building. He, I think
1: he just looks. I think he's just looking, and he's like, he's realized he's fuck. This is New York. Aye, and
0: um, he, that's when he sees a woman. Aye, so he's he's kind of done that, and he he obviously goes out and starts making his um making his way around the around about New York and. Um I there's, there's Hannah's Hannah's the thing, so I'm not gonna to touch on because I kinda did that for the for the last one. I'll kind of throw to you like what your kind of favourite bits are as he starts to kinda do that before he obviously gets to the and then um, the, the kind of later on after the hotel he goes to the toy store, but between then he gets up to all kinds of antics, including booking. I've wrote down here the fucking best suite you've probably <laughs> ever seen. Kevin's <laughs> getting nothing but the best taste. Uh, ever does he, go for the inconspicuous? He wants to um, book the nothing but the best. Um, you know, figuring out how to use his uh, use the credit cards. He's he's no uh, he's no stupid for it by any means. Um, oh yeah and and we obviously get um a wee bit of uh one of the uh, the youngest appearances that you've you probably uh, remember seeing of uh you know Rob, uh, Rob Snyder as well so which is which is Rob brilliant uh, and it's in itself um that you that you see that uh, I I love I love that kind of thing like when you watch these kind of older films you see it just even just his actual skin looks shiny, um he's that he's that young um in this film but um I'll let you um can I take care of the the stuff up um for this one because um I, I I my my only um point out what I would like to to make. For a pass it over, is what, what I've never seen a, a a Sunday bar that's presented inside somebody's hotel room before. Like this guy's literally there, yeah. like all oh, the Sunday <laughs> stuff. Like not even on the tray; like it's everywhere all about the room. And he's just like you yeah, know one scoop or two scoops, and he's like literally making them this like fucking um, I can't remember what it's that banana split fucking style no, Sunday no, like this no, massive yeah. decadent Sunday. But um, but anyway, what what was True. your guys? kind of a two exactly I right? it's like fucking 3 two, two, make two.
2: It three I'm not driving <laughs> I love it <laughs> love it absolutely
0: love it um but ah he's got plenty he's got plenty of stuff that he that he does between then uh and the uh and the in the toy store so um uh, who do you want you you'll throw it to you first on this on this one cuz it was the match for you a hey, um, we well, yeah, on, on the old uh, Scenes for the for the airport. What was your kind of standout bits for him, um, picking his uh, picking his sweeten, and uh, you know being his usual Kevin self.
2: I think uh, the testament of a great movie is when you could make the setting also a character, and how much of New York in this matters, and like the locations he goes aren't just like, oh, that's iconic. There's a pop for people watching it. See, it's, it's New York. It is like he's going through central park and the people around central park matter right like he's going through the city streets and the city streets matter going like to the back of the fish market where you start to meet joe pesci and uh the sticky bandits like where you start to meet <laughs> them in the, in, the, in the back area like all of that makes this feel bigger too because kevin yeah kevin's a kid but when you're a kid everything is 10 times the size not only because of your height but because it's overwhelming like the sense of anxiety but kevin makes everything less anxious and more like a playground and i think that's what they do so well of making new york its character and kevin sees it as just like the sandbox to do whatever the fuck he wants uh so when it is him going into the hotel for the first time and like meeting certain figures that make cameos like (laughs)
0: asking
2: for directions Mm. like he owns the place is so much fun which makes watching this as a kid and kind of in the vein of like big right like when tom hanks turns into an adult that's what you think the power you have is like oh i could get any toy in the world now and i can get tons of candy and i can eat ice cream in bed like kevin does that and he's still a kid Like, that's crazy to me, (laughs) like, watching that. It's fun, and it's uh, exciting. So, like, the scenes that pop out for me instead of direct story beats is him going up to the room and then being like, oh, (laughs) you know. And then the the camera panning down to Rob Schneider's hand, and he's, like, asking for a tip. And he's like, oh, I've got you, or whatever. And he pulls out, like, a stick of gum. (laughs) Like, that's a fun start to Uh that. Yeah. And he's like, Oh wow, thank you. But the payoff to that bit later on being like Oh, you probably want a tip, don't you? No, I still have the I still have the tip from last time. And he pulls out like the gum that he's chewing. And he's like, Oh, no tip? And he pulls out a wad of cash. Okay then.
0: <laughs> and, like Bob going, like, No, no, no I love that.
2: Like, <laughs> oh man, I love that. I mean you've already you've already mentioned it, but like the ice cream thing of like two scoops make it three i'm not driving like that that to me is the thing that makes me laugh the most of how much he acts like he is a billionaire running this down (laughs) it's just i don't know where the hell they went after this i assume bankruptcy by how much debt kevin put them in also the check (laughs) at the end spoilers like 900 dollars. that's it I know. D- the fucking, yeah. it's nine hundred dollars to breathe the air around Disneyland. I don't understand how he was able to book the biggest <laughs> suite in the world, have endless ice cream, all that. Like, yeah, 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 just for inflation. But wow,
0: I think Ken that Ken
2: was living it up.
0: In fairness, I think that was only on. Um, that was only additional charges. That was only room service charges. Room service. Uh, oh. room
2: service. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that bill for the hotel stay. <laughs> even, Ooh, even, ba- uh, even yeah.
0: still, uh, even still now. Yeah. But, um, That's true. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, what 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 year would you roughly say that was? W- I think w- this w- was ninety four, ninety
1: five, or yeah, something. So,
0: so we'll say so we'll say nineteen ninety three. So I've put in there just just nine hundred dollars to make it round uh, as equivalent to the purchasing power of about um, one thousand nine hundred and twelve. So. You can imagine that it's, if you just increase that to closer to two, uh, closer to one, it would probably be closer to two. So he spent uh, essentially in the modern day, he spent two thousand uh, dollars. I should say sorry. So, Ice cream. Aye, two thousand <laughs> dollars <laughs> in the modern day. Uh, yeah, I, I wonder if you can can answer this one uh, again. It's something that I maybe missed, but he goes downstairs um just at the end of this scene, and, and again we'll, we'll we'll circle back on uh, and. and uh, gary in case of getting else but um when he goes downstairs in and, and the limo's there and there's like a guy with like a pizza and that for him like how, how does that come about is it is that literally just this scene like he's just walks downstairs he, and it's just assumed that he's already that he's phoned and arranged for this to happen but yeah i think, it is it has. I think it's
1: i think it's just assumed that he's booked it i think right. i think they say something like your your limos that you but I don't think it says the your limo that you've booked, but I think it says your limo's a ride for you, so I assume right. that he's must have booked us all himself. Right, right okay. Um, it's
0: just it's just that it's just that kind of funny like of course he's of course he's done that. Like of course a kid would be like, I want a limo to yeah. take me uh, somewhere yeah. and uh, yeah. it, it's not literally he doesn't he actually know where he's gone at this point, he just cause he decides where he's in the limo but uh, where he's gone, but he's like ah course I want a fucking pizza you know to to, to eat while I'm driving yeah, about in my big yeah. little you know uh, yeah. why why the why the fuck not without why would I know about that um, but um, Gary I, we obviously meet some interesting characters is what he says characters and himself in the city but other characters too which you know you seem to have a, a fascination with me being the the Pigeon Lady, but um, I'm interested to know what you two guys thought of the Pigeon Lady when you were kind of grown up, was it a, can you remember or recall, like was it a frightening character, like the way that the first character was yeah, pitched I think, to his? I
1: think she was, I think, if I remember correctly being younger, um, I didn't think she was almost like that because at the start, even when he met, he sees her, he's a bit scared there. And but he's learnt for like obviously the second film, and then as soon as he talks to her, you just realize there's instant warmth for this woman. Um, that it's just as actually as who they said, I actually think she's much warmer than the the neighbor. The neighbor seems to be like a like a quite a sad character, whereas she, yeah. as soon as she talks to you, you're like, oh, she's so homely and motherly and um, whatever else. Um, I, th- I think I, I, I think yeah. that's
0: a lot to do th- with this film and it's in itself. The, just I, I, it happens a lot during the film, but he, the growth just on Kevin's character alone. Before yeah. throw back to you, like, but um, just the different things. And I think it's probably mostly because it's a different. For, it's a different year. It's a different time for that people are watching this. So aimed at different things, but it's obviously a lot more moments of personal growth uh across the across yeah. the the film but sorry gary i just can't, i kind of cut you off there for... no
1: you're fine can i can i just go back to the hotel for a wee minute do you know what do you know what i love about the hotel is it just shows how <laughs> um childish that kevin is basically mean, it's not he's mature he's not i'm not meaning he's just stupid ch- child but the the stuff that he does like even like when he's booking the room you know when he uses the voice recorder and he says stuff like hello it, what's his dad's name again um mcallister what's his dad's name anybody
2: kevin Whatever. kevin mcallister
1: you think it's kevin as well and he's like <laughs> oh <No. "Hello, this, laughs> no, it could like, be just you say his name's kevin right for this he goes hello my name's kevin mcallister the father uh, you know that's... that's what he says to the woman and that's just that's just like pure child like intuition isn't it like to explain it this is the actually he has to explain it. this is no him um, to this operator woman, you know, I just, I really enjoy that. Obviously, as you said, like like he just walks in and the first thing he does is like look in the fucking, like the fridge and it's got all the cookies and all that and he's all like, right. wow, <laughs> you know, it's it's just that pure child intuition. Um, and one thing we missed when we were talking about the pizza, we missed about um, Tim Curry coming upstairs and with the, the dad in the shower scene
0: oh no i have, I've, I've just i have i've i've, I've just left i didn't want to take up everything so i have just kind of left that um so you you set the, the, the scene for that one he just obviously knows he's he's kevin's well prepared and and has his recording ready for him uh
1: i so supposedly he knew that this was going to happen at some point aye. so he, he had a full inflatable man in his aye. Um, so he's sitting watching, he's sitting watching <laughs> his gangster films which, by the way, are fake films that they've just recorded for this film, which oh, is quite amazing. Ah, they, look, cool. they look pretty awesome. And they're, they're so iconic. Um, I think it's Angels with Filthier Souls, this one. Um, and he's sitting watching it and then he hears the door and he's like, oh fuck, there's somebody coming. Jumps into the bathroom and then he plays his uncle's recording. I'm the sexiest cat you've ever seen. <laughs> um, Tim, Tim Curry walks in. By the way, Tim Curry in this film is. So funny! I think he's so hilarious in this aye. film. Everything he does, just his facial expressions and everything, just makes me laugh. You kind of know look at him, but
0: walk- so even the scene like where it's like five of them, like it's only him that you're actually watching.
1: Oh, aye, aye. Um, and he walks in and he go, walks up to the door and it's there. What are you looking at, you little pervert? <laughs> you know, uh, I'm gonna <laughs> slap you silly! And he, you see him like running out the door. He's hitting everything that he's running out. And then it's the next morning. He's like, you can see him all sheepish, like talking to Kevin. Like, um. Um, I would just like to say sorry to your dad he's like oh <laughs> you're <know, wait laughs> oh, you you in you. trouble yeah. <laughs> you're in trouble he's <laughs> like do you think he wants to see the guy that looked at his re-rend and all that and he's like no no probably no and he's like I don't think you'll see him again perfect cover story for wee Kevin McAllister
0: aye, aye, aye the son put, put, exactly <laughs> <laughs> Need much needed distinction um, aye, he's, he does set it up well obviously you know, it's just one of the things that Again, you think how on earth is this uh, kid came up with something like uh, defending his his <laughs> his cell? Mm. Um but it's just uh, absolutely crazy. Um I don't know if you if you know um Hoodie cause I d I don't know how you would be able to decipher what my notes is, but you were talking about the fish market and you were talking about the, the sticky bandits um this time around. And I, I have a note that just says that just that literally only says freedom fish. Do you know what that's in relation to whatsoever in terms of them? Because that seems to be what I've written done, and I, I wish I, I'm going to have to try and take better notes next time because I don't know what the fuck I mean by it. <laughs> the freedom fish. Ah, yeah, that's what I've wrote. I don't know what I mean by it, so I was hoping that it was going. I have to, to know. I was going to tick t- t- something off there because it's something I don't know. if It's something in relation to the the sticky bandits. Now, obviously, they they are hiding and um that's how they've managed to just to, to, to kind of. Get themselves, and uh, either, and in New York, um, which is which is interesting in itself. But I'll i try and look that up while I'm thinking. Cause I am thinking because i have genuinely no Maybe idea.
2: It's, is it Marv going? Ah, freedom. <laughs> is Maybe, it that's it <laughs> <I>. <laughs> Maybe that's <laughs> what, what <I. laughs>
0: <fish> smell. <laughs> Maybe that's exactly what it is, uh, because I don't I don't really understand what like why I've why I've written that. i will have a wee look just to see, um. But I think. I think that's actually what it is. I think I think that is what it is because he says uh, yeah, I, I've wrote here that the quote is. He's like smell that. You know what that is? And he's like fish. It's <laughs> like it's freedom. No, it's, it's fish. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's exactly what it is. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. It. I I'd need, need to write the, the quote a little bit better next time because I've I've um, that's exactly what I've, I've obviously found that funny and I've just thought I'll remember that later. Forgetting that I've got a terrible memory. Um, I, but you know why? I, yeah.
2: speaking off that quote i feel like marv great in both takes it up to a 10 in this one where i'm like i, yeah, I love you even more in this one like you're so good like even when it gets to the head bits of like with her being tortured <laughs> but it's like the brick scene no. oh no no <laughs> it's like <laughs> the way he plays off the slapstick humor in this is so great, and I like I don't know what what happened to the actor after these movies, but like for both of these, he's one of the greatest performances I've uh, ever seen in like a slapstick comedy. He, he, he definitely it's so like, good. <laughs>
0: he definitely takes takes a lot more. Um, later in the film that we we'll, obviously we'll get a tip. He definitely gets set up a lot more at uh, times and it's just uh he's it it does take them well, um, but he sets them up well and it's it's, it's very slapstick um, like you said. hundred uh, percent oh, it's so
2: good. All the, the him walking down the street with the woman slaps <laughs> him.
0: Like that whole <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: whole scene. And then the payoff to that later on where it's the same woman, like <laughs> his face <laughs> and his reactions are so good. Like, uh, I feel yeah, the first yeah, one was yeah heavily led by joe pesci's character this one yeah. it just feels like marv steps up to be an equal in that same like mm. uh uh role
1: it's really it's so good <laughs> yeah. Yeah. uh wh- even to wh- the point of naming them it was how many names them because he's actually got sticky tape attached to his hands oh, aye, <laughs> he's aye. like this time we are not the wet bandits we are the sticky bandits aye that's true you know? That's true. you <laughs> 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 just load no, Omni's no. little for fuck's sake
0: aye he just shakes his head didn't he we've
1: just gone out of prison shut up Marv
2: aye I love that <laughs>
0: Don't you know
2: you have the right to remain silent <laughs> I love
0: that <laughs> absolutely love that uh, I'm gonna just take a wee bit to try to keep messing about with this camera because I'm stuck and I'm looking I'm looking at who they very very um I don't know, we're loving so, so the ice there. The next scene
1: Hello. The next scene next scene we get, so as you said Sean, the next scene we get is the pepperoni pizza and the limo. Oh no, it's just a, a cheese pizza, sorry. Ah, it's the cheese cheese huh? pizza and a limo. Um, well, right, which kind a nice, of pizza. Co- nice call which is a nice call back to the first film again where they went mental because there was no cheese pizza left. So he gets in he gets in the limo and he's sitting watching the Grinch and you see the Grinch there, the big smile, and then it goes back to oh, Tim I love Curry. that. Yeah. And it's a, a perfect smile. He, a perfect, if Jim Kerry didn't play a Grinch, he would have been a good Grinch. Um, yeah, and yeah. it just goes back to him, and he's looking at the credit card that Kevin used, and it says declined. No <laughs> I think there's a wee hang-rang with this. Why would it be... No, it says stolen, sorry. It says yes, stolen. Does uh, it does, it, does it says stolen, and I'm like why the dad wouldn't Yeah. have like, yes. stolen? yeah exactly I was thinking this I was thinking I, I've always thought that I've, I've thought it for a wee while since I've been an adult watching it i am thinking to myself surely the dad knows that Kevin's got the card because he knows Kevin's got my bag of electricity to the police officer but he's like actually Kevin might be using that I'm fucking hanging that stolen the yeah. card. <laughs> do they have to you know,
0: do they have to like list it as stolen so that
1: so they know so that they
0: can well, so that it's then be able to be flagged,
1: Yank. Nah I I,
2: doubt uh, it. Yeah. Do think, uh, if they? if you had a card, like I've had car uh we've had a card that's been stolen, right? Uh, and you have to call to report that, otherwise they'll never know, right? The person can keep charging that. So he knows that Kevin has his bag. Why would he then report it to the credit? Like, yeah, I saw, I saw, I I asked exactly like,
0: uh, it's Yeah, like...
2: that's like such a dick move to be like Oh uh, yeah, well my son's lost in a different state right now, and he's a child. I better report that it's stolen. What, what, like at what point uh, did he get there? Only, I mean, a... this plays into their horrible parents, just Is all it... the way around. It's so bad. So, uh,
1: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll report this stolen, so he can't buy it, and so he starve yeah. and no have a home to <laughs> live in. I mean, what are we? What are you doing? Why do you hate your child this much? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I never. I never got that. I'd I watch it when I'm older. And I'm like, I don't understand that. Like, I don't. I just that. That's a wee bit of a plot um, that doesn't really make sense to me. But anyway, that's. it's obviously just to to help the story move on. Know, to get them at the hotel. i um, definitely
0: does something to, to it. That's that's what it is, and it? it's one of the I don't. I think you could almost write the opposite that you've got a. He's, he's obviously saying to the like, oh. The, he's telling the police oh he's got my credit card and and I can only imagine it being that the police has to be like "All right, well you don't have your credit card so it has to be marked as stone so that we can then get it get it traced and Whatever else, um, but clearly, uh, if you if you if you had any kind of responsibility about yourself, you'd be like, i make sure you don't actually cancel that because he might need it. You know what I mean? Like fuck, fuck whatever he charges against. Aye. He's in a he's in a city aye, on he's in like just let him do what he's doing like whatever yeah, you aye. know. So um, uh, he he finds so about and poor Kevin is uh, on uh, you know, unaware, unawares, and he's on yep. his way to a nice big. Toy store. Um, Duncan's f- toy store. Duncan's toy store. Duncan's toy store. So he's he Toy he Chest? A,
1: toy chest? Maybe I don't know what it's called. I fuck knows,
0: mate. I just wrote toy store. So okay. what's it called? <laughs> okay. He's, he's not sure either. Um, I
2: am pretty sure it's toy chest. Right. I think it
1: is. I think it's Duncan's right.
0: toy chest. Yeah. Like, so he he's, he always said I thought that they would have maybe done. Uh, a wee bit merry inside there in terms of like just because it was such a big kind of place and setting that they would have maybe done a wee bit merry him like going about in there and different stuff that he could get and you know shopping trolleys full of toys or anything like that but he's very much quite subtle that way is a our, is our Kevin he's you know he likes at that time he goes and he's only trying to buy a toothbrush you know he's yeah, is sensible like <laughs> he doesn't have yeah. an idea on the concept of, <laughs> of what room service is apparently but when he goes out he definitely he's definitely uh, cautious about him um, spending his his money to the point obviously that the you know at this point you don't know who he is but you know your man at the tills like oh that's a lot of money and he's like oh i've got a lot of grandmothers you know and it's just ah, okay yeah, yeah, that's yeah fine yeah. 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 uh he's got you know mountains of fucking cash but um just when you mentioned the earlier obviously we have a lot of moments of um Growth, um, personal growth for, for, for with Kevin in, t- in terms of this massive fucking maturity. That he's got, um, and obviously right away he's you know donating money and whatever else you know. He, he kind of shows like that he does have that softer side, and you know as much as he does annoy the the family, he's just is he's still a kid. Um, so it, it just comes mm-hmm. with the comes with the territory, but he has he has um he has a heart. Um, to be yeah. fair. Uh, and that and that scene and, and obviously gets his um gets his turtle doves whatever which obviously is, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to later on in the uh, in the film um but I that that uh, toy, gives, toy store he gives, a bit. he
1: gives that to charity so he gets uh, he donates some of his money to charity because Duncan's Toy Story is gonna donate all the money that they take it take in exactly. that day um, which is Christmas Eve in the film I believe. Um, the, all the money they take in that day is going to go to the child's hospital so you know there's a big trunk of cash sitting there Um, and as as we find this out and he gets his wee three turtle doves um, you actually go to the wet bandits and some plastic doll hussies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's really cool that they're in there almost that kind of uh, um, uh, like th- uh, thingy judging Judy like that kind of puppets like in, in the <laughs> in the theater because yeah, yeah. you can only see their heats kind of thing like they're, they're definitely like having that bickering back and forward, um as they as they often do because the the two of them are a bit as fucking smart as a sponge but um uh, it's it's funny seeing them uh, the two of them they're, they're ridiculous um and they're uh, somehow inside these windy Hoosies for some reason like rather than just like casually you know walking about this but, like. I
1: think- I think it's funny, that they're talking to each other, talking, they're in different houses and they're talking to each other and they're talking about their plans, about how robbing the shop, but every time an adult walks by the bathroom, don't even, they just, just don't put their heat in, they just stick, keep sticking their head out, they just don't talk and look at each other. And then just continue when somebody walks uh, by. Uh, See, so if you uh, were the adult, which you not know, be like, why the fuck are they two kids uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, uh, just fucking weird. Uh, uh, watch
0: and wins. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, just... <laughs> Just not, just not a good scene. Just not a good, good a good look. Um, but aye, no, definitely. I mean, I, I, felt, it's like I said, I felt like they would, they maybe would have done a wee bit more. Just like, um, something mentioned, like big earlier, like when they first, when he first yeah. goes into the shop, he's running around all the different toys, and it's that uh, marketing opportunity probably more than anything else that you know, he's going and He's trying all this different stuff, but you know, he's maybe that's the point is that he's. And for what he's in for, and is the met is meaningful that he has this conversation, you know, with the with the owner of the of the store, we we find out whatever later and yeah. stuff.
1: You know, there's, there's always a call back to your childhood. I always remember. I always remember looking at this shop and going, "That shop looks fucking amazing." Like it just as a child, it just looked absolutely incredible. And it's like I'd love a toy shop to look like that, and they never yeah. obviously did. No, it no, no, over like, here they did no. Every, t- every time I've always seen it when I was a child, I used to think ah, that toy shop just looks like it'd be fucking amazing to go to.
0: We, we, n- we never really had that. Uh, yeah, were, I mean, Toys R Us was a thing. Yeah, but It was that, just it, always was
1: just, just all these big supermarket type toy yeah. shops we've had here. No really. To- um, Toys R Us was even like,
0: like um, was probably a, it was just like a flat, fucking half stocked place, weren't it? I mean, and they went out at the, the, the game. Store. Yeah. They, they, they went out 2000s i think did they know or something like that something to, to that uh, point yeah
1: it wasn't that long ago it was maybe four years ago or something like four, four or five years ago
0: i thought they, oh well they, they left like governing that like didn't they the
1: 2000s uh, so i got that's whenever i bought her i bought her trampoline there when she was younger so that's just when they were closing oh was it i thought um, it was um, closed, so closed, that was closed. maybe that's maybe when she was about four so oh, about five years ago. Aye. Right. I, I never What do you think of uh, uh, Duncan's? It's Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, It's
2: a beautiful place. Yeah. It is one of those things where, like you guys, I, I mean, no local store has ever looked like that that I've ever been yeah. to, where I'm like, holy shit, this, this is amazing. I mean, you look at uh, Reference Big Again, where it's like that moment where you feel again like You've entered Narnia almost, and it's through the eyes of Kevin or uh, Tom Hanks's character. Of like, the way they look at it makes it even more magical, and I think they do a great job at that. Because I, there are like, movies that do have toy stores, and you'll walk in, and hey, it's really cool and fun. But it is seeing it through Kevin's eyes, or you know, a great example of this is Elf, where. Yeah, Will Ferrell's like a 30-year-old man, but he's walking into, like, this toy store and he's seen it and it's bringing it to life and it feels more magical because he thinks it is. And then you meet Duncan, who, you know, spoiler alert, sorry, I don't want to ruin it for everybody, but the the old, the old guy at the cash register, who might may or may not be Duncan. Uh, like, mm. you meet him and, like, his genuine care for what this place is and what this place stands for is... Another part that I think makes just that Toy Store alone a character, again, where it's like, oh man, that matters and that's iconic. And I, I know this place and I feel like this is a real place despite it not being a real thing. Also, it is Duncan's Toy Chest. I looked it up. Uh, <laughs> the, I guess- like I love how much this one feels like Christmas in... Mm-hmm. Uh, almost a more christmas way than the first one. I feel like the first one is a uh, a mixture of christmas and thanksgiving and it's a holiday. This one feels like it's christmas where you're going around all the iconic places, you're seeing times square, you're seeing not times square, sorry. Uh, uh Rockefeller Plaza like those yeah. moments feel so magical and I love feeling like that warmth that you get when you walk in there and you're seeing him talk to him. And then Kevin doing the right thing in that moment and being like, no, I, I would just spend the money to, you know, like buy candy or something that would kill me or whatever he says. Like (laughs) that that moment is growth that I think Kevin's always exhibited being smarter than every other child around him, but it is a genuine, uh, uh, moral growth, too, that I think he took away from the neighbor in the first one and uh, uh, adapts to that here, where it is like, oh, he's learned, and as he's going on, he's learning more. I mean, even the immediate reaction to Pigeon Lady, and then the retraction of his reaction, where he's like, yeah. oh, you're, you know, I'm sorry, man, like, <laughs> I didn't mean to react, I shouldn't have reacted like that. Uh, yeah. is such a genuine moment that i think is is well illustrated uh in the toy store where it is like yep. okay he's doing the right thing
0: yeah Still. yeah 100 percent. um so yeah the toy toy store as i say is short short life but it does set the scene and sets the stakes so it's you know fair dues. it's it's it does exactly what it what it needs to be um as much as i've said that i expected a wee bit, merit It does. It doesn't need it, which is which is exactly perfect for what they've uh, what they've done. They've they shown. As Gary said, they've got um a wee bit of um you know charitable uh, donations and on probably their busiest busiest year um busiest day of the year. They're going to donate all that stuff, and and they've to- they've told them exactly where um the stuff is going to go. Kevin is obviously heading back outside, and then who do we see? Is the sticky bandits. Uh, fresh off the uh off the heels of their <laughs> in their new home base apparently, um where they hatch all <laughs> their plans, they are they're sitting there and they're um obviously they've clocked eyes on uh Kevin, um you know so they're they're setting up that part where he's you know hiya pal and uh, he just fucking screams his wheel lungs out and nobody seems to bat an eyelid that <laughs> these two grown guys are chasing him through the through the tune. So, as I mentioned earlier, Jillian has um, said a few bits and pieces and she chimed in a year ago, what the fuck, is, is he some sort of mastermind that he thinks to buy these beads? And suddenly he's just going to know to use them when there's nobody else about and then he fucking lets them <laughs> aye, loose. Like, aye, aye, again, aye. it's just pure comedy. Uh, it's, it mixed in with like just this fucking sadistic mind that Kevin seems to have as well that he can just come up with this stuff. Anyway.
1: Do you know what the scene? The scene he actually screams. I was watching it the, the day as I said. And I was actually I was just watching like wait, like laser focus today. And the bit that he screams, there's actually a police officer and you see him walking behind Marv and Harry and I'm like to myself, literally any police officer should probably be like, What the fuck's wrong? Like what's happening? And you just see him and he just like that, like walks right by and looks and just like keeps walking. Aye. <laughs> two guys, two grown guys walking up to a boy, screaming. they just like, okay. They just walked away. It's
0: New York, that's just what it's like. It's New York. So he he does the I, off.
1: I just noticed that. I noticed
0: that the day. Uh He's so he's away, and he uh, goes back to his uh, his home base. Um, unbeknownst to him, uh, they're setting him up because they're wanting to catch him out and come up and kick him out. Uh, kick this poor child out to the curb. Uh, on the, on a stolen uh, credit card claim, and obviously they you know, go up and, and I love this. Uh, scene that they set up where where they all the fucking people who seem to work in this hotel all walk in at the one time, and obviously they, they they do the whole um you know the gangster film. As Gary said, they make makes another appearance and he's expert pause and playing. You can literally hear him laughing like when he's in between the pauses and stuff uh but anyway you know so there, he manages to convince them Marty, you know get on their, their knees and his, his guy said you, you can't stop watching uh you know your man at the front there and he's just oh ridiculous oh, funny. i love
1: you uh, exactly right <laughs> declaration see, see one of the jokes one of the jokes is even funnier it's literally just before that and it's uh it's the guy the gangster and he's like He's talking to his girlfriend in the actual movie, but he's obviously oh. pausing it and stuff like that. And uh. he goes like uh you were here last night, weren't you? And the guy's like, Oh aye, I was. He's thinking about it. that was him that was in the shower. And he says, Ah, you were here last night, you were smitching, you were smitching with my brother and he's like and they're all looking I'm like, What the fuck? Were you up here smitching with somebody's brother? And then like he's like, No, you've been smitching with everybody. Mo, we are with a gimpy leg, Cliff, and then the auturn around to the old security guard and he's got a name band on it that says Cliff <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, No
0: Ah <laughs> <laughs> was so good. I I loved that. Uh, just again this, so this genius uh, to bring up stuff, you know, just peppering in these wee things. Uh and then obviously he manages to talk them to into uh oh, on your knees, you know, and that that kinda of thing and then we, we, we break out the fucking Tommy gun again, which just it's just ridiculous that it's that even you know occurs. Um, but you know, Kevin being the 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 Wido that he is, um, hangs about rather than just like he could have escaped like 10 minutes ago. Like, once the Tommy gun goes off, like he could just he could have bolted and instead he's got to pull his faces and drop his lines before he runs out of that fire exit. Um, but I think he's alive Who like? What line? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I genuinely am trying to blank. I'm trying to think.
0: It's the the. the on you go. Merry
1: Christmas, you filthy animal. There you go. Oh, Danny,
0: pause. and a yeah. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it, love it. Um, so I he he obviously does the boost uh, straight in. To our sticky bandits who are just straight up kidnapping now, um, unabashedly. <laughs> kidnapping uh, is the only thing that you can describe. Now, I wrote a note also on here. a
2: gun out in public. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nobody, again, yeah. nobody cares.
0: If, if they had just left him alone, they could have went on and robbed this place and left, and he would never have known. But instead, they've, they've got to stock out his. He's the hotel and wait for him and try, I mean like he wants away for them as much as in, so it so you know I mean you've got to just imagine that he wouldn't have went anywhere near them because he's not got a cause at this point of the film he doesn't know that they're going to rob um the the toy store or anything like that so they have literally like watched them go to this hotel decided to wait for him coming out and now they've just straight up fucking kidnapped him um which is just one of the kind of funny things that you would just be better off literally he would be better off just ignoring him and everything would have been fucking fine for the Sticky Bandits they would be fucking millionaires by now I'm sure if <laughs> yeah. they were if they were smart enough to any, uh, commit any crimes um, we obviously see like you know it flips over and, and uh, the family are having a, an absolute horrid time not because they, they, they miss Kevin but because it's fucking raining uh, down in Florida, which is just <laughs> funny in its end, right, um, which is obviously when they figure out that he's in New York and they are, you know, are buzzing to 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 leave, um, again only because it's raining, uh, not because apparently any of them fucking <laughs> miss Kevin <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, um, Two
1: things that I love about these scenes is I love the well three things, well no, I don't love the other one, but um, what you are talking about the maturity. How mature, mature this film is. Like the the talk and use about a gun Aye. in this film. Aye. Like it's like I've got a gun. Like if you make any moves. I think he literally says, like, you'll be blowing bubbles at the back of your head, or something aye, like that, aye. you know, it's it's something like that, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, wow, the stakes have really rose for you. like, in the first film, Kevin was just, like, a nuisance in the way, aye. of them trying yeah. to rob this house, but in this one, they're like, you know, we're going to kill you, like, aye. Aye. you, you're dead, so, like, aye. this is the end for you, they literally, as Marv is telling them their story, and he's record, Kevin's cheekily recording it on his walkie-talkie thing, um... Bob's literally telling them like, "Oh, we're gonna rob Duncan's toy store. And we're gonna do this. And we're gonna do that." Uh, and uh, he's like, "Why are you telling him this?" And he's like, "Ah, he's going to be dead anyway. What's the matter? Uh. You know." And uh, and also the second thing I love is when the family are in, uh, uh, where are they? Miami. They're in Miami, and it's the callback to the first film where they're all sitting watching the film, and it's in Spanish this time, whereas it was in French the last time, and they're all just like watching it, even though they probably don't understand it. And I just I love that we call back to the first film.
2: I'll, I'll also add that, of course, they chose to go to Florida because they all deserve to be in hell.
3: One <laughs>
0: I'll <tell you> what. <laughs> <laughs> from a from a resident uh american uh gary laughing at that one we can tell that that's an absolute uh adapt joke so yeah perfect it was. perfect God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely uh no forgive me because i never took a note he how does he escape for them is that the set the scene with the by the police person in in I don't know well, that. Like, how did you get away from them? In that
1: this, this is the point that um they stand behind the same lady that has already slapped Marv Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. right. yeah, yeah. Kevin, Kevin off. slaps her arse. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Which, is, which, which isn't <laughs> she, weird.
2: She slaps Marv, and then he's like, Aye,
0: oh, it was him. it was, aye, it aye. was him. What? Aye. <laughs> <laughs> aye. Aye, aye. Sorry, I never took that note in. So I know that's great. He gets, he manages to to get himself out of the of the road. and now, and Gary mentioned uh, about the adult th- themes and stuff. um just echoing that with the next um part of that I've I've written, doing where he, he meets the the certain um you know ladies of the night and one of them offers to f- to read him a, a bedtime story. Uh, you know, I thought that was qu- looking
3: for a bedtime <laughs> I, story.
0: I thought that was quite seedy, man. Like I just think that was like yeah, one. Was... Just <laughs> do you know what I mean? That was just like I know they're talking about killing <laughs> the boy, but yeah, yeah, I don't think he really is quite old enough for in, in before that killing. So, um. Aye, uh, it's one of the weird uh, lines. Obviously, they're, they're just trying to set up like how, how much of you know what he's got to sell into. You know, cause there's, you know, homelessness there and and people like fucking crazy folk and jump inside taxis and and this is one of the things that Chilean says. Like, I mean, how fucking ridiculous is it that, you know, this Wayne gets into a taxi and the taxi driver's first instinct is to to scare the guy to scare the Wayne sorry by saying like it doesn't get any better in here, do you know what I mean? Like inside this taxi, (laughs) you know what I mean? So he just goes to the taxi and runs like fuck. So um aye it's funny I think to see that.
1: There
2: you go. I think that's a good part of earlier what I was saying where New York is a character. Yeah. I don't know where he he's from. <laughs> I don't know where this family's from. I, I, I think it's Chicago. Is it Chicago? They're like in so. the suburbs at, yep. at the, uh, of, of Chicago. And it's for the most part, a wholesome looking town where it is very much like, Oh, everybody's your neighbor. How you doing? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so to pluck him out of that, and put him in New York where everything is massive and grand and everything becomes scarier. And where you're saying like the maturity level comes in. I do think that plays well into the fact that like New York is threatening Like <laughs> the stories that I've only ever heard from friends that is like, I would never go to New York. New York sounds like a monstrosity of an experience. And there are people who are like, Ah, oh, even though it was horrible, I had a great time. I'm like, I don't understand that. Yeah. But I think Kevin is illustrates what I think of New York as an adult and what I'd probably think of it as a kid, too, where it is like he's seen it as a playground in the beginning, but the more you live in it, the worse it gets. Like, yeah. I thought that was an interesting part of it, too, where, yeah. you know, the first one is very much like, Oh, you slipped on some, you know, jingle balls, and you had snowballs thrown at you, and like <laughs> things like that, and this is yeah. guns and and uh, and uh, sex workers asking I to think, read. I you think
1: this stories. is uh, this is also this this is this is also the the time capsule thing because I always remember watching. Being my wife went through a wee spell of watching the early nineties, uh, Saturday Night Lives. And they were always talking about how bad, like the knife crime. I think at that point, like early nineties, um, New York was terrible for like weight violence at the time as well. So I think that that's just also a encapsulation, a, a time and place where uh, New York had a terrible reputation at this point um, for being such a, a a violent city as well. Just to well, yeah, so uh, we would... frame of mind at timescales. Yeah,
2: I would agree. I mean, I I think that's a that's a good point of like, oh, okay, yeah. I mean, they're capturing the culture.
1: Yep, definitely.
0: Um, so yep, yeah, so the he's say out out, out and about, and um, I'm I'm sure that's around a bit. Yeah, when the when the, obviously the dad says like, oh, I think it's slightly before that. The dad's obviously mentioned about the. The brother's house and we f- we first see the the flat. It's under renovate. Well, he says it's renovation, but it's just like a fucking straight up abandoned house at this point. Um, the way that the way that the the, the flat kind of is shown initially, um, before Kevin uh, leaves. obviously, to to start with, and starts continues kind of wandering around the around the city, um, which is like obviously where he finds himself back in the park again. Um and he's he obviously kind of runs, uh, runs away initially for the for the pigeon woman, um but you can see that obviously it's like again that character growth where it's like I'm gonna like fuck this like there must be something like mayor like with this person like uh, you know I'm going to turn her and I'm going to speak to. Her. You know, speak to her initially, in, instead, and you know, and it's all it focuses initially around the the pigeons to start with, and, and just that inquisitive side of of him, and um, you know, which is which is great to to kind of see that as well. And obviously, they, they kind of touch on like that these, later on. They t- they go for some warmth, and end up in the theatre, um, and they they start talking about you know that she doesn't have any friends, and he's even solving her. Problems where she's, you know, he's uh, in his usual Kevin way. It's like maybe, if he, maybe if you work laser and they're covered in pigeon poop, you know. And she's like, well, I suppose I don't really <laughs> give people <laughs> the opportunity to come and speak to me. You know what I mean? So, um I think that's the the that that just kind of shows you know the the heat that this wee guys got on him that he can offer advice and and point somebody in, in the right direction in in terms of you know what what maybe she's missing out on. Um mm. so I they have a good a good heart to heart uh it does 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 Kevin so I, I, I can't speak to what, any uh, word specifically but
1: But what, what I liked about this scene is exactly the same what I liked about like the old man in the gritter situation was Kevin's passing this knowledge off it's it, the way he says it is like oh my I think it's his granda. he says oh if my granda says this and that and you know he's not passing it off as oh I mean I think you're doing the wrong thing it's more just like I've heard people say this yeah. advice and he's getting it off and it's actually really really good advice um that he's given unknowingly I suppose aye Um and I, I just that, that's also that childish sort of I'm just going to say what I want but it, actually the exact same with the gritter guy, it, just, it was actually probably what they had to hear. Um, and I, 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 I like that as well, that's, that's really good. And in a serious note, how is that woman well when she's covered in bird shit constantly? I know. <laughs> that woman should have some sort of sickness, blindness or something like that. No way you can wear a jacket covered in bird shit and a hat covered in bird shit and you're all right. <laughs>
0: she's it's it's a resistance. It's, she's built up she's built up a <laughs> is resistance to it. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: she's got yeah. feathers and shit like that. She's Truly got feathers.
0: Aye, horrible <laughs> saying Aye, aye. I quite like her, her character. and I quite like the fact that yeah, yeah. obviously you know they go and she's he's showing her like, she's showing him sorry like the, the 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 theater and and you know she's saying all these different things that um she's managed to like witness you know as, as being there so yeah. she's she's obviously quite clearly you know educated as well and has a lot of meaning it's not like crazy bird lady it's just she's just she has a in person
1: yeah it's more well, like think... she's cold. Cult- she's cultured but just maybe lost her way in society a wee bit
2: well yeah I, th- I think that plays into what we were talking about earlier the difference between her and the neighbor is he he is a sadder character, and he also carries around a lot of shame. Where I don't think he has fame he has heartbreak, and I feel like that was more relatable. Where yeah, uh, it it didn't uh, not, not, not to be rude to the to the neighbor, but it is like, oh man, you're kind of a buzzkill. Where she is more like a yeah, you know, I I didn't get to have children, and that that sucked yeah. and my marriage didn't work out and like those things are more uh you can uh, not you could empathize more than just sympathize with that where he was you know in a church setting and it felt like the end of days when he talked and like he he hadn't seen his daughter in 52 years or his son or whatever yeah. it was yeah, it's yeah. like Okay, I, I'm kind of checking out at this because it's just a little too sad for me, where when she and Kevin talk, like you guys are saying, there is a banter there, and they are joking, and there's levity, and like, when he does get to the 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 bit where he's giving the advice of like, well, if you shut your heart out, you know, it's like when I mm-hmm. had sneakers, and I put them in a mm-hmm. box, and I put the box up on the shelf because I just didn't want to get them dirty, and then by the time I decided, well, I'll wear my sneakers now, they didn't fit anymore, it's like she she's humoring him in that moment but she is like there's a bit of wisdom in there like i like that she's also <laughs> realistic it isn't this revelation that her whole life has changed now because of kevin like say saying, yeah. <laughs> saying his uh, sneaker analogy like they have a good camaraderie and uh, uh an organic one that also feeds into her character having not had a kid of her own and then being able to speak to him you're like oh man she would have been a good mom and mm-hmm. like seeing that kind of side makes her even more endearing uh while kevin's currently being chased by two mobsters who want to murder him so like <laughs> to have that
3: <laughs>
0: to
2: have that safety net around him is, is nice
0: right um so yeah so obviously kevin uh makes his way away from uh from the bud lady and and eventually um sees the the kid in the window of the house in it and mm-hmm. obviously starts to recall the fact that um where the money's gone to f- from um from the toy store and and what's gonna happen and whether that whether they're gonna steal all of that and decides, nah fuck this um and decides to just go and simply put set about these uh these two guys and, and what can only be described as entrapment um by going and setting up this fucking death house <laughs> uh, and then tracking them so it's not like they're breaking into his his fucking house he's literally trying to literally lure them like jigsaw if he saw uh and some sort of <laughs> he really is some sort of play again sinister trap <laughs> Um. So, I like I did last time, I'm not going to run through every single thing that our Kevin no. sets up. Um, in this house. Um, I'll 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 kind of leave it to you guys to. Maybe throw it. Smell throw... like kerosene. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Did yeah. I
1: just see 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 that tune when he's sitting sitting up the house? That's an absolute fucking banging tune, by the way. Yeah. yeah. But see when you hear it, it definitely sounds like a Harry Potter song. Like on all this came before Harry Potter, but good. It was. Dun dun dun, dun. It goes. Dun, 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 dun. I, <laughs>
2: I believe, that both of these movies are composed by John Williams.
1: Yeah. So, go, if I I could... I'm wrong, feel free to yeah. correct me. But yeah. Aye. So, I mean, that I mean, Harry sense. Potter bit was quite good. <laughs> that that, was, good <laughs> that long, but was quite good. We'll put right. that in Harry Potter. <laughs> Get that
0: in there. Get yeah. that in there. Um, so, I, uh, I don't know if, if uh, you just want to throw out one or two of your kind of favourite um, bits that you've kind of seen that he's, he, that he's obviously <laughs> set up and fucking set about them with. The, uh, I
2: mean, the really whole brick through.
0: sequence. Yeah, well, yeah.
2: <laughs> Uh, everything about that, oh yeah, we'll throw another one. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh. Marv, Marv slowly dying. It's like, I half expected because he gets hit so many times. I'm like, well, this is unrealistic, so mu- the next brick must make birds fly around his head. Like, it's going to turn into an actual uh, at this point. Because,
0: because like, <laughs> uh, Even the first one was fucking unrealistic. I had to kill him. That would have absolutely fucking killed oh, him. Oh
2: my god, yeah. I don't well, understand. I mean, like. <laughs> the other the uh, <laughs> it would have been blood splatter. The other uh bit of torture that I've like okay this is this is like a wily e. coyote bit where he's like walked off the cliff and he's still standing there and doesn't realize he's about to fall to his death this is like yeah. when joe Pesci walks out the door his head's on fire and he's just like kind of standing there like what is that it smells good <laughs> 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 like,
0: <whatever>. i was <laughs> laughing at that at that scene like because yeah, i did, so i did, i actually wrote like almost a similar kind of thing to you because he's obviously you know he like, goes in and he's turning on the lights and it's that false sense of security eventually you know pulls one nothing happens suddenly his fucking hat's on fire but the fact that he <laughs> yeah. thinks like oh, i'm gonna do a fucking headstand inside this fucking toilet bowl um, and and, and we, uh, there's obviously enough fucking kerosene in that toilet to blow up the entire fucking block <laughs> never mind the fucking the house which it doesn't even do Oppenheimer. Um, so i put a note on there just on my on my. Uh, I, I, I wrote down in my notes that it's almost kind of the the cartoon like you know tom and jerry uh damage range you know like where it only affects like the person that's getting hurt like it does not any no damage to like the yeah. surroundings or anything. like it's only the yeah, person like yeah, yeah. quite self-contained um, and that and that self, so I mean, for, for me, the map, the one, the bit that I, I thought was, was fucking uh, equally as, um, as killing because it will literally be a killing blow is then um, when your man obviously is just, you know, fell in all the paint and he's going to wash his hands and he's fucking electrified the fucking, the, 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 the post he's going to use, the. the turn the two handles and literally you can see like he's skeleton he's getting electrocuted that much like he's he's not getting back up but he's not even hitting the ground like he should be soldered to those uh to those what taps like without a doubt um absolutely soldered with it moving so um it's full of comedy we, we marv um with that especially that paint scene like where he's like like slipping like with no momentum and then suddenly like he slips like enough to like slip and slip forward like any you know, the paint. It's like no. come on the oh, fuck no. man, come on <laughs> <laughs>
1: What I always yeah. like about that bit is when they actually, like, you see him, he's got paint in his mouth and all that. Yeah. I yeah, love yeah. it, like, the inconvenience of that. I love it, like, it's not just like he's got paint and, you know, he's still got, you Aye. see his eyes. I love it, it's just absolute matted on him. Because <laughs> um, yeah. you just think to yourself how horrible that would feel when he's spitting it out and stuff like that. You're like, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Um, Oh, I, always, I always like the, but just, uh, just purely, because just it's a call back to the paint scene, the paint cans getting flung, aye. and they're like, oh, oh, remember this, remember this, aye, and we're like, oh, let's pretend to walk upstairs, ouch, oh my they're be laughing at the each stones. other, do not they? They're all, ah, bro, you bro, like, day again i up, oh wow, oh, smacked me on my mouth! And then they're like, ah, like, let's go. And this big fucking bar just coming right out and punch the bathroom right out of my trailers. Right, right down the
0: fucking story floor.
1: <laughs> the bathroom was just lying there, like, ah, I love it. And then when they get up, Marv's trying to build his, uh, no, is it Harry? Harry? What one's Harry? Is he the Afro one?
0: Mark's no, Marv's the deaf one.
1: Marv's yeah. trying to build, he's building that kind of rickety wee shack and he's trying to like build a ladder up And he's uh, Harry's like, he's like, is this safe? And he's like, aye, and he shakes it and he's, aye, the he's like, aye, we'll go up.
0: <laughs> is, but, aye, we'll be fine, we'll be fine. Uh, I, I like but, the the, aye, the, the so fact good. that even after the, 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 the metal pole's done the damage in itself and these literally like cuts the ropes and the wings just fucking tumbling towards them, like, <laughs> boom, if, boom. if I was there to... Genuinely, if I was there too, I would have just laid there and just give in. Like, no chance without have get back up. I would have just spent, you know, what last time to fucking either try and get out of here or what. Like, this cunt's going to kill us, you know what I mean? <laughs> he, He's going to take us out of the game. Like, there's no question that he's going to take us out of the game. Um, but are they, are they
1: like when they go they day up the up stair and it's the, the toolbox?
0: I, I just fucking, that toolbox, not, not, not a one fucking thing about that would have, would have even remotely have been fucking what happened. <laughs>
1: what's, what's that noise? Dum-dum-dum-dum-dum. And they that, get, got squashed and it's their noses, they got their noses, like, <laughs> it looks brilliant. It's like, I think it was a toolbox <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, it's, it was obviously it's fucking it's for kids anyway it's just, it is what it is but it's just that that way where it's you're connecting. surely this is a fucking like too much Yeah, a fucking cartoony setup. but you know whatever that's the forms that's what it is oh, but as it, awesome. it, it, it was like fucking dancing it's wide down the stairs like it would just fucking fell oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. they fell flat on its fucking face and skated down. but anyway that is what it is it's fucking yeah. funny on it's same um like, who the they still mentioned
1: the kerosene. kerosene oh yeah that
0: was <laughs> class kerosene on the rope was was absolutely fucking brilliant um i, I actually wrote one of my first notes was the fact because you just plucks the kerosene out of was it's like who the fuck is using kerosene? Um you know what I mean? Like just <laughs> how the fuck does he know what to do with But anyway, he, he's a smart smart kid. Um so he's he's douse the ropes it's just that way that he's he does the off and they're they're f- can you know obviously running it running after him it's that is like hey it's this smell like kerosene <laughs> just like oh, merry <laughs> christmas boys and obviously you know when enough fire on that rope that he probably would have burnt the whole host in, but anyway as what it is
1: um then the land which sets up the varnish lid and back on top of them again. Exactly. So these paint, paint
0: tins of varnish, fucking lead oil. Yep. Yeah, I, I love when that it also makes me feel sick when you see it because it's just that consistency thing <laughs> uh, for for it. But um, I, I thought thought that was quite interesting that obviously they've managed to, to find a place to do that because, um, you know, obviously he's, he doesn't want to set anything up i think they don't do say it but obviously you know why be setting it up in the in the toy store because he's not wanting to cause any damage there um so the fact that there's conveniently this other place that you can do all that and it's you know very low impact to whoever is you know gonna gonna go, go back in that house again you know to, he's doesn't really matter you know he's, he's obviously done different things he's cut broken ladders and all that stuff that we that we that we kind of skipped to a bit aye some man he's he's set up all his traps and uh, they've worked to a point and just as you think he's going to uh, get away with it he, uh, he falls in his ass, which is which you just i don't think you ever really see coming you don't think these you think usually these guys have have gone to have had enough and that's it and the fucking end of story he's going to get away and, and whatever um but now they, they managed to get a of him and um that's when our best buddy, the the hero of the film, the butler. Lady comes and comes to his rescue. And I love that scene with the with the the it's not just her that shows it anywhere, mm-hmm. it's like the pigeons and they build up and they still build up and you know it's coming. Like hundred percent you know it's coming. Um but, you know, I you just you just get that kinda that kind of scene where you the 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 birds are there, she's fucking there. And uh, and everybody eventually fucking descends on the on the two sticky bandits and that's exactly what they are at that fucking point. It's called and varnishing absolutely <laughs> a, making a pig's ear it is normal. Um so I right, I love I love that that side it that that wee twist that you kinda Kevin it's Kevin's it's not that he's no as but it can happen, you know, it's it's not that he's no brighter in but it literally anything can happen and he's just fucking took a tumble Right is the last bit. of His plans obviously coming together, and he's managed to. Uh, eventually, um, you know, the the guys have managed to get fucking caught out. Um, so aye, anything else we, we cover there before we move on to the, the last. There's
1: only one scene that isn't for this part that I wanted to go back on that we missed, mm-hmm. and I think it's one of the funniest scenes. in the Entire movie is when Kevin's family comes to New York. And they're sitting talking to the concierge, and she's sitting saying she's. The dad's like, "Right, I'm going to go to the police station, make sure the police are doing whatever they whatever they can do to get Kevin back." Um, and the concierge is like, "I mean, it's like I need to wear a way of haystack out there." And the mum's like, "The way I'm feeling, no mugger or rapist is going to get me. Uh, I could take them all on." And then the concierge says something again, and she just turns around and slaps him. Uh, <laughs> and it's the way it's the way his face goes, and he's got that quivering lip, and he's like shaking like. Okay, ma'am. wrap um, <laughs> up one. Aye. That <laughs> <laughs> is one of the best
0: scenes in the entire film. <laughs> it's just his face. <laughs> she definitely, uh, yeah. she definitely keys him at. It. But it's just finally uh, fucking showing a bit of emotion here. Um. So, aye. Uh. The last, obviously, but you know, she comes to the rescue, and then she eventually, the the, the mom obviously f- figures out other oh, minute I fucking know exactly where he is uh you know she she's still kind of talking and thinking you know Kevin Kevin does want for it and he just wants to be at him you know we squeeze Christmas tree and that's obviously when they when she figures out that he's going to be at the you know the rockefeller tree um which is uh you know funny and it's in itself obviously we're, we're looking and it's another again echoing back to the first film where they're you Know that's a learning moment for him, and he's you know full of regret and doesn't actually want any of the stuff that he's said and, and then the shite things that he said to his, to his mum and whatever else because he, he doesn't hold back. But I mean, what kid does at that age? They just say whatever they want and they when they regret about what they're going <laughs> to, whose feelings are going to hurt. Um, so anyway, so he's taking all his, his sins back, and eventually, obviously, the mum clocks Kevin, runs around to him and then just stops Did, which I just felt was just like the strangest thing, like what she, the first thing she should have done and I know they'd literally hug like two seconds later but she should have fucking ran fucking right out of him and just fucking grabbed a hoodie at the first sight that she could, so I uh, maybe that's something, maybe they speak, to, <laughs> speak to the relationship, maybe our character but... um. I love the,
1: I love. everything he's saying, as you see, he's like, oh I'm so sorry for this, and I'm sorry for calling Buzz this and I'm sorry for doing that. He's like, I mean, all I want to see is my mum for Christmas. And then he literally, he says it and then he turns round and he sees <laughs> his mum and you hear him muttering him to himself he goes, wow, that was fast. Aye. <laughs> Aye.
0: That was so good. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> Uh, do you have I missed it and have uh, put across the, the film thing before we get into the, the, the closing scenes there um, between between the start of the film and now that you want to uh, touch on?
2: Uh, I feel like uh, Pigeon Lady should have a spin-off Disney Plus show where we yeah. follow what happens after he gives her his dad's credit card or whatever he does <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I do really like the the like full circle moment of him giving her the other turtle uh dub i think that's
0: yes really that's right. nice I, uh, that's a good point actually i i i, I, did, I did like that um because obviously yeah that's um the, the kind of a uh, closing point um is that is you know you get a wee bit of redemption for Buzz as well. It's the usual. You know, obviously they're about to start ripping on more of these presents that um, the 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 toy companies obviously delivered as part of this. nice you know, what, nice can,
1: can I just say, see that part, see that part, see as a child, see when you're watching it, you're like Santa or oh, Santa's brought all the presents, and you actually hear Kevin's mum and dad in the scene go, they go, did you do this? Did you do this? And they're like, no, I've never done this. And then it's no until we go to the thing, and they're all on it, and they're all about to open the presents. And as you say, Buzz is going, wait, 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 just wait. He's like, alright, if we weren't the, it was all Kevin's fault, but Kevin should get the first opening presents. And then you see him looking at a present, he's going like, it's Duncan. And then that's all he says, and then that's that, they all start opening the presents. But see, as a child, I was just like, Santa brought one of them. <laughs> you no, see I think them? that's, that's yeah. nice, look, it's nice looking back, like as an adult and a child, how you're getting different bits and pieces.
0: You see, you see them getting brought in in the morning though? Or oh, the night no, of four? just a child. Don't, they don't think that. <laughs> it's like a big moving fan. <laughs> with all these presents they're bringing you in. You don't
1: think that, you just think, you just think Christmas Day people <laughs> want yeah. presents with you a child. It? All You're
0: the times she's watched this, she's one of the very clever growing up, right? Anyway, so naive. But <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure. <laughs> uh, Buzz obviously is as is, is, uh, Gary mentioned. I've got to call you Kevin there. Um, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> but Buzz obviously gives him the the present, and then in true Kevin uh, style, he sneaks off again when everybody's distracted. So it's just destined to happen over and over and over again. Um, anyway, so I, I actually wrote my notes. This this wee fucker doesn't stop because he just seems to keep fucking uh, staking away for everybody. Um, and as you mentioned, he uh, his his kind of final act. Um, you know, the the film is handing over the to the pigeon lady the other half of the the turtle dove, um ornament and, and whatever else. But I thought that was that was a nice um, uh, point. Obviously, there's a <laughs> the final. The final delivery, the final line is obviously, you know, him buzz looking at the the bill and the the dad obviously get a hold a hold of it to find out they've spent nine hundred and sixty seven pounds on bloody room service, um, which is just absolutely ridiculous. Um but aye, who I'm with you, mate, and I'd really enjoyed that touch, that last um touch in its in itself that they have um the the turtle dove's been handed over. Um, really, really cool. Um, to to kind of have that kind of thing, that touch uh, uh, at the very end. Um.
1: Yeah. No. No. I, only. No. Only does he no get the homeless woman a fresh meal, a fresh no. set of clays, He gives <laughs> her a porcelain um, half a turtle dove. I don't even think He gave her the one with the ribbon on it. I think it's literally <laughs> the useless one with a magnet. She can't hang anywhere. It's like. That's what a homeless person needs—a porcelain
0: dove. <laughs> that's it. Well, he's—it's—it's—it's he, oh, yeah. it's, it's a sentiment. You know what I mean? Duncan says you, you give you that other one to, to to somebody significant to you or whatever the line is, but you know what I mean? That's that's he's choosing the the person that's showing her showing him more care than his actual mum did. You know what I mean? So that's just—I <laughs> mean, just, yeah—that's <laughs> just what, what it is. <laughs> um. But uh, aye, Hoodie. What, what what about you for the for the the closing points and the closing the uh, thoughts on the film before we uh, before we close it for the episode?
2: I think this movie's great. I think for all of its uh, plot holes,
0: <laughs> there's
2: way more joy that I get out of this one than even the first one. At times, where I'm like, oh man, I could I could watch this and never get tired. Like I said, uh, of watching it, uh, the first one. I also just think it's like got the Mount Rushmore of classic Christmas movies that goes up there. Mm. Uh, But for a sequel to pull this off and doing the same thing over again, but not having it feel tired is very impressive to me. And then it does improve on those things in ways that I think are better. Like we've touched on with the, the Pigeon Lady. I think they do a better job there. The same with what I've said about Marv of like I think he's a better character in this one. <laughs> like, I think they they made him feel like less of a sidekick and more of an equal to Harry. Where I think they knew the star power they had in Joe Pesci, but didn't understand the star power they had in the guy who plays Marv, who I don't remember his name, unfortunately. But he is a star, you know, he is a star.
1: <laughs> uh, Daniel Stern, his name is. What's his name? Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern.
2: Okay, well, Daniel Stern's great. And you know what? He should be in Home Alone 7. Uh, <laughs> if he wants to be. Uh, but yeah, like, I, I think they do a great job of building upon and keeping the same bits without making it ever feel like, oh, I'd rather watch this. Like like we've said several times, these are just back-to-backs. You just watch them. Yeah. They're a whole movie. a whole experience, I love them. Uh, yeah. I also think this one has uh, a better ending. I like this ending more, where it is that that sweet moment with him and her, and it it does feel, like, closed. Like, this is the end of their, uh, of Kevin's story, where the first one does feel like, oh, you can make a sequel. This one, they were like, no, this is it. And then they stuck to that, and they just never made another one. There are no other Home Alones. <laughs> no, just, there's definitely just ends no. One percent. Yeah. One
0: percent. Yeah.
2: And it was really cool that they. They, did they, kn- that.
0: they knew the limit. They appreciated the limit. Yeah. Yeah. They
2: didn't. Yeah. They didn't milk this thing. No. They. They oh. wanted to keep something sacred.
0: Gary, you have closing thoughts and we with missed for the film.
1: No, I played the Hoodie says I totally agree with it's if it's not in your top five must watches for Christmas. And um, your name's
0: Sean McBride, hundred percent, one
1: hundred percent. Um, I, f-
0: I don't really have this much. This year
2: we're reviewing the Grinch. Hi. <laughs> nah. uh,
0: I don't have much much else. Um, and I, I don't know why open my can of worms because it's it's twenty five past twelve and I'm fucking feeling it. But uh, <laughs> I don't think he's have. So if he's have, then then a quick thought on it would be fine. But if he's haven't two out of five, would you, would you watch the remake of the first one that came out fairly recently?
2: No. I've seen all. I've seen all of them.
0: You wouldn't watch it, Gary? No. See, I, I'm I'm I don't even have an affinity that much for for it, and I don't even really feel too much. Yeah, pull. Who do? What was your very quick thoughts on the on the
1: remake?
2: I uh we're talking about the Ellie Kemper one, right?
1: no the new one uh, i do yeah, what it was uh.
2: the one that was on disney plus
0: yeah 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 yeah,
2: yeah i i think it, i don't think it's good but i also think that it's fun enough if you have a family and you have disney plus <laughs> it's it it falls in line with the rest of these sequels that don't exist where it's like i guess i like home alone 3 more than the rest of them of like it's fun I, I like i like his incorporation of like his pets and stuff i think that's that's a fun twist on on how you torture these burglars but like <laughs> all of them are in that same bucket of man you guys did not understand what john hughes was trying to do here yeah <laughs> it's just yeah. they didn't get it yeah. uh i mean so, can yeah. i can't
1: believe they went for home alone one to two and then end up making ten soft films with it, it was just <laughs> absolutely ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> 100%. 100%. 100%. Uh, awesome. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh,
2: yeah. Oh, you know what? Buzz is in the new one. <laughs> this is oh, a spoiler. Vegas, huh? And there there, you and, uh, I'm, I'm going to spoil this movie real quick. Buzz is in the new one. He's like a, a lousy security guard. And he's like, I could have been something if it <laughs> But, uh, he's like as he's listening to the radio they're like and kevin McAllister's new security firm is opening another plant soon so you know kevin became a security uh <laughs> corporate I don't, I don't know what you call it <laughs> well, there you go
0: that's quite that's quite good actually i quite like that we touch We nod yeah. to how uh, he keeps things secure as opposed to him breaking into places and setting yeah. up all sorts of traps um that's been the that's been the episode I, I, Obviously I appreciate everybody listening for for as long as he's health. If he's healthy, if he's haven't then then fuckies but um you know, I, I, appreciate <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate everybody. Um all the support that we've had. It's another year uh under the belt. It's a second Christmas episodes, um just you know, we're twenty six episodes deep in it. You know, it might not seem like a lot to a lot of people because, you know, most people do episodes, you know, weekly and whatever and we just don't really have that time to, to do that Um, and that's fine for us, you know, I, I like the pace that we're going on, it's really, really good, I'd, I'd like to try and record some double episodes, make made an effort to do some double episodes next year that, you know, where we record for this kind of duration but can split it over, you know, that two week Periods we do, like you know, two episodes in the, in the can type thing, and, and I think we're you know, we can maybe fit that kind of thing in at some point soon. Um, it's it's good uh, 100%. It's good to make time and, and do these review episodes. Um, I probably in reflection, we could have probably split the, the review separately, but it is what it is. We've got an a absolute banger episode here, um, in the bag, and hope. That everybody enjoyed it. I hope everybody has a great um break over the the festive uh, period and has an absolutely fantastic new year. As um as we sign off here, um we've already outlined the plans and the, the start of the episode. We're going to get try and get an early uh, episode in um start next year with Rahul. Um, obviously subject to availability, we'll try and get. Um, that one recorded as quick as possible to reduce any issues with bids and picks that people want that for games that are coming out in January and we'll start the whole ball rolling again. Um, I guess we're just going to declare me the fucking winner of the crown so we'll see that as well in Absolutely. January and I uh, appreciate again my co-hosts for everything. Um, we've, we've had another fantastic year and we're just getting kind of you know as I i'd like to say myself that we're getting you know better and better um setups a bit um cleaner as well and and easier for me in terms of getting things uploaded and and everything else um and hi bright thanks again um for everybody for listening and take care
2: yeah you know this has uh, been another special year and i uh, thank you all for having me on your journey as well uh thank you all for listening and I hope you have a wonderful new year and a happy holidays.
1: Goodbye. Coffee animals. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Vault Dwellers podcast. You can keep up with Gary Moore at Gary Moore's Art over on Instagram. Keep up with myself Twitter on Twitch at Mister Mac Ninety Two, and you can't keep up with hoodie at the penny marvels over on instagram a very special shout out to al the predator tribesman for creating the intro and outro music thanks again for listening take care
3: bye